Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, uh, and we're here, Speedy and old number one, here back at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Stretch Armstrong here, knocking out his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense now deemed a superpower. Uh, home studios, uh, we got the real Greg Burgess, we got Helmsy, uh, and we welcome back for a brand new hour, Bill Bubba Bus. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged to be sitting out this pandemic with you. Yes, uh, we're here, the voice of reason, another voice of reason, Dr. Jody Dion Odom, Assistant Professor of Medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases from UAB, and she's been so kind uh, to give us updates uh, when she is available. And Dr. Odom, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Thanks, Rick and Bubba. I'm good. How are you both doing? Well, you know, we're, we're hanging in there. I mean, we're, we're, we're pandemic it. Uh, we're, we're, That's good. How's that baby that was coming last week? You talked about a baby on the way. Yeah, he, uh, the baby is here. She is healthy, 7 pounds, oh, congratulations. 4 ounces, 20 inches long. Ruby Jane Adler, Ru- Rudy Jane and, and mom and dad Beautiful. are now home from the hospital. Beautiful. Congratulations. And, and the grandparents, of course, are having to look at videos, and, and they're keeping their mm-hmm. distance, and, and they have their first doctor's appointment today, follow-up, but the baby wow. and family are doing great. But it was a... You know, like a lot of people who are having babies during this, you, you have in your mind how it's going to be and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what a wonderful time, you know, for mom and dad. And, you know, I know as a dad uh, and I was preparing him as, a, you know, the, the, this is their first baby. And I said, man, the, the, the baby connects to mom and that's a wonderful moment. Then there's that moment where they're getting mom ready to uh, uh, to get out of the op- operation room or the birthing room because mm-hmm. they ended up having to have mm-hmm. a C-section after 30 mm-hmm. hours of labor. And, uh, yeah, so they hand the baby to dad and, you know, the, the normal routine is dad goes out and says, here's my child to the family and friends. And now you have to do that, you know, on a video, (laughs) (laughs) but Mm -hmm. not the same, right? Not the same, but you know what? You do what you have to do to be sure that baby's healthy and the parents are healthy. So everybody understands that, but yeah, the baby's fine. Thanks for asking. Great. Yeah, of course. Uh, all right, so let's talk about this. We're all there's so oh, much. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I have to jump in. You guys are talking about me, and I realize that we've got a worldwide <laughs> pandemic. But right now, that baby is my world. Doc, real quick, when can my mom hold my baby? That's all I got to know. When can my mom <laughs> hold my baby? Okay, good question. Mm-hmm. So um, it depends on a lot of things, like the health of your mom, and if she has any underlying conditions, and how the baby's doing, and how mom is doing. Um, We really make this an individualized decision with the family. If she wants to hold the baby and she's healthy, um, I think that that you can set up a time for that. You know, I think it's important to have family around. You want to avoid anyone who's had symptoms, obviously, or maybe healthcare workers, people probably in close contact with people with the virus from being with the baby right now. Um, But if grandma's been isolating and she's feeling well, I, I would probably give the green light. Okay, good. That's oh big news today. Goodness. All right, now, so oh, doctor, I love you. I love you, doctor. Now back to the like you know the state being shut down. Back right, to the state right, and, right. and the world being shut down. Sorry. Now sorry. look, that, this is your world, and uh, and I'm gonna ask well, that's her. That's why we got questions. Yeah. So, doctor Odom, when can my wife go hold the baby? Because I, I, I keep being asked that. Both both sides of the family get the same rule. Yeah. Right? Make yeah. One for the other. Yeah. Yeah. Here. So so what you're saying is you don't want to put big groups together, but if an individual has been an isolated who's a family member and the, right. the parents and the baby have been isolated, if that individual 
wants to go straight to where the baby is, see the baby for a minute, and then go back. As long as that person doesn't think they've been exposed and they've been isolated and they don't have any symptoms, or that's been probably around a, another group of singers or anything. Yeah, yeah. Now, just probably exactly. Just keep it. You know, down I mean, I think if person. you want to be really extra careful, you could have grandma wear a mask because we know you can transmit when you're not actually that's having true. symptoms. That would add an extra layer of protection. That's something to think about doing. That's a good idea. Um, awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you so much. All right, so mm-hmm. that's big news for the family today because they're all trying yeah. to be well, – but, you know, really, anytime a new baby gets here, if anybody's been sick, you try to keep it away from them. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. That's uh, right. That's right. But, you know, a lot of times it's diseases that we know more about. Correct. This is one we're still trying to learn about, and we correct. know it can be transmitted without much symptoms. So that's yeah. the concern. With a little yeah. work, it, it, we can make it happen. Uh, and that kind of yeah. goes back to yeah. what we're trying so hard and – I wish some of the, and I, you don't have to comment on this. This is just me thinking out loud. I wish some of our <laughs> government officials at the state levels and all that would, would understand this. We need to find the balance of, you know, you don't need to be reckless and you don't need to be panicked. Uh, mm-hmm. We we need mm-hmm. to find that middle ground. And, and what some of these people say and do in leadership positions probably helps that environment or hurts it. Uh, and um, so anyway, uh, w- what about – this new thing that's that's kind of rising to the top, California says they're showing 50 times more people than projected have actually had the coronavirus and are now immune. Now, how do they know that if the antibody test is, is – is, is, are they testing people there and, and they're coming back with this? Where, where are they, they – yeah, they are. So the numbers right now we're looking at is 2.4 million cases in the world – and about 760,000 cases that had been confirmed in the U.S. with 40,000 deaths. Now, all these numbers, remember, are of people who are tested. What we don't know yet that we really want to know is how many people out there in the community have already been exposed to COVID-19, maybe already had it, and now are done with it. We don't know that number. So what the researchers in California did is they did this antibody testing for a group in Northern California where they had high levels of disease a little while ago. And what they found is about 2.5% of people there had antibodies. This was higher than they were expecting to see. These are people, a lot of whom were feeling totally fine. But it's not as if it was 25% or 50%. It was still a relatively low number. But is this an indicator that maybe this has been around and in our society longer than we thought? Well, I mean, the first case, we, we can pin it back by looking at the virus, probably happened around the end of November, early November, late November, early December. Okay. So I don't think this has been circulating for a year or two, no. But I do think that because it can be transmitted from person to person, even when you don't feel sick, right. maybe it's been out there, it's more widespread than we realize. And that wouldn't be a bad thing, because that would mean a lot of people have already had it. Right. So that, that would be a good thing, not a bad thing. Dr. Jody, let me ask you a question. I, and this is, I'm trying to understand. I don't know that we even fully have a grasp on it yet, but New York City obviously has been the hot spot here in the U.S. And I don't, Correct. I don't know the total death number this morning, but I know it was about half of the U.S., maybe more. I'm going to That's say right. about 20,000. 20, California, mm-hmm. which has 40 million people, has had very few deaths. Now, I know they're still active. It's still uh, the game's still going on there. But percentage wise, they have not had near the outbreak New York City had. Do mm-hmm. we do we do we pin all of that on density or, or how are we looking at that? So the, the, I think we're not sure. Some of the explanations I've heard do have to do with density, but the other is that it looks like the virus was introduced into New York many, many times. 
So think of all the flights that come from abroad that land in JFK or land in LaGuardia. It wasn't just a single person who brought it to New York and then it transmitted. It was dozens and dozens and dozens of people from around the world who flew into New York who then created these little um, mini outbreaks within the city. That's probably the most important reason. Yeah, and, and so, we, so go ahead. if we look at it like a garden, that garden was overseeded many times where correct. maybe California was not as much. Exactly. Yep, correct. Yeah, because they're even saying they believe, you know, that because Wuhan, you know, let people travel out of Wuhan to Europe, and then they said that New York, if I have this right, they think a lot of what Bubba just talked about, the seeds that were dropped on New York, came from people flying in from Europe. And exactly. So when they did these studies, exactly what you're talking about, it wasn't a flight that was coming from China to New York. It was China to Europe and then Europe to New York. That seems to be how it happened. We're still piecing the puzzle together, but you're right. That's what the data is showing. Yeah. Dr. Jody, we, we, we had the big lockdown. It looks like, uh, you know, from what we know now, and we'll get to Monday morning quarterback this later, that uh, the mitigation of being in the lockdown has dramatically lowered our death numbers, we think. Um, and now we're trying to reopen, uh, your thoughts on reopening. Can we do that and, and, and still not ignite a second wave or are we asking for trouble or, or, you know, what, where do you think, what, what's your feelings on all the reopening? I mean, everybody wants to reopen, right? Everybody wants to go back to normality as soon as possible. The question is how to do it in the safest way to prevent a high number of deaths from happening. So everyone has done a great job with shelter at home, how do we reopen is the million dollar question right now. I think it really depends on three things. The first is the ability to have your number of cases continue to decrease for 14 days. You don't wanna reopen when you're on the up part of the curve, you're only gonna go higher from there. But if you're decreasing for 14 days, you feel like you have a good handle in your own community, in your own town or city on the case count, that's helpful. Number two, is testing. So we want to let people go back to work, ideally after they've been tested and we know they're not ill. If that's someone who's public facing or someone who's working, you know, a lot of people coming in and out, you don't want that person to be transmitting it to everyone that they work around or come in contact with. And then the third is hospital capacity. So if the hospital capacity, if the hospitals are telling us we have room in the ICU, we have ventilators, we have lots of PPE, that makes you feel better about reopening because it means you have space and capacity in the system should the numbers start to increase again. Uh, we'll come back. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about the antibody testing, because as you said, that is part of um, the plan to get people reopened. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. And UAB UAB's on some of the new drugs. Right? Yeah, yeah, UAB yeah, is. Yeah, we're testing. Yep, mm-hmm, we are. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. 17 minutes past the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 22 minutes past the hour. Our weekly conversation with Dr. Jody Dion Odom. Uh, assistant Professor of Medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at UAB. And so we're talking about how do you get uh, things started back. And one of the things, she laid out three things we got to have. And it's, and it's basically what was laid out 
uh, by the uh, the task force uh, talking about you know got to go 14 days uh, that you're not um, increasing and uh, you know then you got to get into the, the the testing that we talked about and so when we get into the testing uh, which we we know is important uh, there's there's research going on at UAB as we mentioned going to the break uh, and Bubba you said it was talked about uh, this past weekend and uh, in, in, with your Sunday school class. Yeah, we have. Of uh, course, have via Zoom. Let me be clear, via Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That work in, in in that department that they're working on that. Doctor, can you uh, can you tell us a little bit about some of the testing going on and the new drug that they're working on? Yeah, so this is really exciting. We have a, a drug that's being tested called Remdesivir. Um, Dr. Paul Gepfer is our local um, investigator. This is a study sponsored by the National Institutes of Health. And they have already enrolled 800 people with COVID and given them this drug compared to placebo. So we're expecting the results in a couple of weeks to know whether or not this works. Um, but if it works, it would be very exciting because we could have a drug with some efficacy against this virus, which we don't have yet. So I don't have any preliminary results to share, but we're all waiting very eagerly to see if this has an effect. Um, you know, the, I hate to say that, you know, to bring up the, the word hydroxy. Uh, but it, it will bring up hydroxychloroquine again. You know, there there continues to be people that say that say they were they were in bad shape. They were given it, and it brought them out. Um, and and I know that uh, are we. I know that can't be the only answer. And what you guys are working on and continuing, we certainly want want better answers. Are, are we are we anti hydroxychloroquine? Are we cautiously optimistic? What's the latest with the medical field and hydroxychloroquine? You know, there are hundreds of drug trials either being planned or being conducted right now, testing lots of different compounds to see if they have an impact. Remdesivir is one that I mentioned. There are a lot of studies looking at hydroxychloroquine. So I would say let these studies finish. Let's look at them where you compare a group of people who got hydroxychloroquine and a group who did not to see if there was a difference between those two arms. That's the data we want to have. And we don't have it yet, so I would say stay tuned for that one too. And we'll know if it works or not based on those studies. There, I, I have Doctor, to say there are some studies of, um, of side effects, serious cardiac side effects of patients who've gotten hydroxychloroquine. So that's one reason why we want it studied within a clinical trial and not, yeah. um, not outside and, of that. And please remove the politics from it. It's okay to say it worked for you or it didn't work, but don't let it be a political view. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, just because something works for someone doesn't necessarily mean right. it worked because of the drug. Like, right. They could have been getting better already. Right. Exactly. But, yeah, absolutely. It's great when it works. We're all happy when it works. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Doctor, uh, to, the, to the drug that you're developing and testing there yeah. at UAB, I know you're doing lab tests, but is it already being prescribed for some patients, too, in the, uh, that actually have it? Is that part of the study going on, or, or where is it at in that? Um, so what's different is this is a drug that was not widely available before. It was tested right. for Ebola, but it's not like we, it's something that's sitting on the shelf. Hydroxychloroquine was sitting on the shelves. So that's what led to this pressure to people, to providers, to doctors to prescribe it. Remdesivir is not being prescribed right now outside of a clinical trial, but um, in anticipation that it may work, the drug companies started to make a lot of it so that if it works, they can try to have that drug on shelves. So let's talk about the antibody test. So are we? I know you said before. I just want to see if there's an update on this. We assume that if you have already have it, that you may be immune based on the other coronaviruses. As we said, you know the great football analogy that are in the same conference, even though this is a unique team. Um, it, have we had any kind of reassurance beyond we still just 
are basing that on how other viruses behave? No, we're still, it's still sort of the same. Everyone's looking at this very closely. We will have answers at one point. We don't know for sure yet. I think the concern now is that if you compare it to some of the other coronaviruses, if you have antibodies, they may not last for very long. So six months, 12 months um, would be great to go back to work, but may not protect you lifelong against us coming back. Um, but, you know, let's get more data first before we give a definitive answer about how long the antibodies last. Dr. Jody, too, a lot more talk since we have talked with you last week about where this virus actually came from. There seems to be momentum that it didn't just come from a a wet market in China, that it actually came from a laboratory. Not sure if it was an accident on purpose, if it was being weaponized or whatever, but we hear a lot more about that. Have you heard any more? Is there any more clarity about where this actually came from? So the best studies I've seen are still linking it to this food market. They found a very similar virus in these animals called pangolins, and we still think that it's a virus that was living inside the bats. Um, so we, there's a lot more work to do to understand exactly when and where it happened, but I don't think the data behind it coming from a lab is strong at all. I think that's more conjecture than science. We, so okay, we, we do know that these markets are back up and operating. Is that, is that going to pose a, a, another threat? Are we, are we breeding the next pandemic right now, you think? Yeah, you know, a lot of infectious disease experts have said for a long time that if you want to avoid this intermixing, it would be great not to have these markets where you have live and dead animals that we know carry these types <laughs> of viruses. For a lot of people, this is their livelihood, right? That's sure. how they bring food home to their families by selling in the market. So it's, it's a, a difficult decision to make, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, that was our. Uh, and it's going to be hard for us to make it since it's in China. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a decision for you and I to make. No, no. <laughs> Communist countries usually don't let us come to the table and tell them what they should do. No, right. I'm not big on that. They hardly tell us what's going on. Right, right. which yeah. is why we don't want to let that happen here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, uh, look, you guys are on the front lines. Thanks for what's happening. You know, yeah, I, we, thank I, you very much. Yeah, and I and I like to hear you say, look. The medical field, you're you're not blind to the fact that people's livelihoods are going away by the day, and you do okay. understand that we 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 certainly want to get people back to work and come up with some guidelines that can do that as soon as and as safely as possible. So, uh, right. mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you for what you guys are doing, and give our best to the entire medical team there. Yeah, thank you, thank doctor. You. All right, Doctor Jody Dion Odom, there she is. So they are working on a a drug there, Bubba, which is great. Uh, at UAB, and we certainly want that. The vaccines are being worked on. Uh, and then, um, you know, we're putting safety measures in place to try to get the economy rolling as soon as we can. We've come up with phases to do that. So we're working our way there. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. And uh, we're fired up and glad you're here. Hey, I want you to know um, that, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of stuff virtual now. Uh, we do the Wednesday Bible study, and we don't have anybody in the room, but it's available on, on you know, our YouTube channel. So coming up this Sunday night at 6 o'clock Central Time, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, and of course it'll be archived after that, 
Uh, a, a lot of you have been asking, you know, when we, when we did the manchurch.com, the, the manchurch uh, game plan came from four years of experimenting with this uh, at our home church there in Birmingham. So coming up this Sunday night, we were scheduled to have our next man church, and these are the quarterly meetings of the men gathering together, uh, you know, just men uh, four times a year. And so we were scheduled to have Jason Cook, who's a phenomenal pastor and incredible speaker, uh, speak to our men coming up this Sunday night. Well, obviously, we're not going to be able to do that, but because of the technologies, it's like how we got all you guys in your home studios, uh, our staff is putting together a virtual man church coming up this Sunday night meaning you can watch it anywhere in the country. So if you'll write this down, and it's in show notes, shades.org slash live, L-I-V-E, shades.org slash live, 6 o'clock Central Time. Uh, you'll have Adler's dad and uh, and uh, some of the guys there at our church leading uh, songs. Uh, I'll be there giving you kind of the announcements coming up. I'll also show you some options of some virtual Bible studies that you can plug into. I'll, we'll do that at the end. And Jason Cook will bring us a message. So all that will be done, and you can watch it uh, uh, at your home uh, uh, on at 6 o'clock or go back and watch the archive after it's done. So shades.org uh, slash live man church this Sunday night, and you can watch it anywhere in the world. So uh, make a note of that. So let's talk about our plan, Bubba. We call it the the Joe Diffie, um, and well, that let, let's set the let's set the record here, Rick, so we know where we came from. When this initially broke out, we decided to go with the all in plan. We were yep. just going to keep coming to work. We were going to isolate ourselves right. best we could, right? But we were going to keep coming to work and try to ride it out. Yeah, and, so and we were in. Yeah, and, and we were, and we were basing that on that they told you try not to gather. Now the group size, you know, varied wildly. But we were kind of landing on the if it's if it's less than ten and everybody's isolating, you can meet in groups of less than ten. Well, we met that criteria here. Uh, we were we were you know coming together. We were trying to isolate, uh, and we were we were a, a number less than ten. We were six, uh, and then it happened. Well, and and that plan is good, but it but it has some cracks in it because. Mm-hmm we all have kids and the kids have friends. And even though we were all trying to to quarantine at home, you still have food deliveries. You still have grocery store trips. You have gas fill up, you have kids. So there were some cracks in that plan, but, but we felt pretty good with it. And then we had the very timely, uh, uh, untimely death of, of country legend, Joe Diffie, which appeared to swing the pendulum on the show to we've got to do and break up because we're risking it getting in here and whopping us all out at one time. Right. Or at least quarantining us all at one time. Right. And um, so then now Greg says that Joe Diffie, people are starting to say that Joe Diffie shouldn't be a coronavirus death. Rick, that's one person, but I, I'm just telling you, I got an email from somebody that claims that it was bogus and that the hospital just won funding. I don't know. Well, that's, well, that's going I mean, on. That's funny to say, but that, I mean, this is one. Yeah. Well, well, now look, I, I, but I do know the man it, did have other health problems. Yeah, no, <laughs> no disrespect to him or his family, but it, but you know, his death was, was uh, you know, he was very well known because he was right. a, a country music legend, and well, and, and it did it did stir you, Greg, and you were kind of the swing vote in what we did on this. And yep. you changed on a dime, and we've talked about yep. that, but I. I think now uh, the question I was talking to Rick about, we have the 30th out there kind of as a target to get back to work. And it looks like we're going to meet the criteria in our state to get through the first gate, if you will. 
so what does the post Joe Diffie plan look like for the show? Yep. And once we get people moving around again, I think it's just common sense. We're going to see some uptick in uh, the coronavirus uh, infection. So, and that's expected. We just want to keep it at a minimum and not overrun the hospital right. like Dr. Jody was talking about. So how do, do we go back just all in or do we, you know, we have the Joe Diffie plan now. We can use it when we need to in the future, yep. but we'll try to keep everybody's home studio up to speed. And we call but it the what, Joe Diffie. Yeah, but do we go to, uh, you know, a plan where, kind of like what I'd proposed to begin with, we keep a lone survivor out of the mix uh, and rotate that? Or how do we how do we guard, really, I think it's going to be somewhat a, a more dangerous time for us, somebody catching it uh, when we all get back out moving around. So I, I just, I kind of had that question and I hadn't got the answers yet I was looking well, for. Well, you said designated survivor really would have worked from the very beginning. Uh, because as long as you got one person that's isolated that can come run the board, everybody else can do the Joe Diffie. Uh, right. you know, because, but you got to have somebody here on the board. We found out that not having somebody on the board is almost impossible. Um, and so yeah, we call that radio free Bubba, where yeah. I would call into the uplink site myself yeah. from this and it would be yeah. me and anybody I could get on the telephone. Yeah. So I, I, you know, you got to have a designated survivor who can run the board. So if you're just looking Rick, at, you've got that capability now, we, we do have backup in that. Yeah. I've, I've got one at home, but I mean, I don't know that. I mean, you still got to be here. You still got to have somebody here yeah. on the board. Uh, well, I mean, if all else fails, yeah. we're talking about lights out, sweet Marie, you know, yeah. you can at least can put on a radio. Show. Oh, I can't, I can't, I, I can't, yeah, I can't run any commercials, but uh, which, right. you know, that, that's, that's kind of like those restaurants that are trying to stay open without any customers. Uh, but, but the, uh, it, it doesn't work, does it? Uh, but no, I the, mean, you're, you're half a step from Thunderdome, but at least yeah. you're on the air. No, right? I got you. Yeah, I got you. But, uh, but we, but I think the designated survivor, if you just want to go common sense, which we've all deemed as a superpower, I think you start bringing people back and you keep one person out who has the abilities to run the board. And, uh, that person stays out for 14 days and then you rotate again. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, cause at some point. Um, I mean, everybody's got to go back to work at some point yeah. and, uh, and, and it, there's never going to be a day and I'm not saying you do it quick. I'm saying you still can do it out, but I, I hate to break it to everybody. I don't think we're ever going to have a day that, that somebody comes in and says, okay, everybody, no one is, has a chance to catch COVID. You yeah. can go back out. It's safe and safe forever and ever. Amen. I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. You Those can, days are over. Yeah, you yeah. Can, you, it's just like the flu and everything yeah. else. We're always going to have to do Yeah, you that. can minimize, just like you minimize any flu season, on, yeah. on how you can get sick. But there's no guarantee that nobody is ever going to get sick and never going to get COVID-19 forever. Uh, you know, you, you hope that you can get a vaccine, but then you're just going to have another one that's going to show up at what, some point. And, what, what I, what I compare it to, you remember, uh, on the early days of the show, we called it, uh, uh, it was the, it was February and I can't remember what year it was where we all got sick and yeah. we almost didn't have a show because right. every single person had a fever. Yeah. yeah uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, we just don't want to get in that mode. I think where we get, like you say, we have a lone survivor. At least <laughs> we can do a best of till you know, people can get back on their feet or whatever. Well, even so. if you have the designated survivor, people who've experienced it in their homes and in their offices, you still may not have anybody get sick. Uh, yeah, one, you're right. Two people you're right. might get sick, and the other six, other four don't. Uh, you may have one person gets it really bad. The other five say, I had it, but it didn't really impact me. I can certainly 
do the show. Uh, so I think you probably start out by, by bringing people back, but always keeping one person out. And now when we, when we don't do that anymore, I, I don't know. I, I guess what, do we do that to the vaccines here or, you know, I, <laughs> well, I don't I, know. yeah, but, but what I'm saying is the, the uncomfortable, and I'm not saying this is the case, but politics, ha, ha, politics and agenda has now entered the arena. So the, this is not going to be pure going forward. It's yeah. just not. I'm sorry. I mean, that's just that's just reality. Uh, you know, they can't have this turn out to be basically another flu that kills the same people that flus always kill, and then everybody else who who's not susceptible, except for an ex, you know a few exceptions here and there, they just got sick. Uh, and certainly, it's highly contagious. But you know, people get sick with the flu. Every yep. year. So when this thing ends, it's going to have to be declared more dangerous than flus of the past or else there's going to be a lot of, and I don't think that's fair, let me be clear, because I think we did what we did based on the information we had. And yeah, I, don't know, I, do too. I, I don't know why it just can't be good news that maybe it turns out to just been a highly contagious <laughs> yeah. flu. Hey, good news, the tornado missed our house. <laughs> right. It's one of those things. But, I know the weather radio went off, yeah. but it didn't hit our house. Yeah, but politically that can't happen. Uh, if you don't believe that, look what we're doing with Sweden. Uh, politically, it can't happen. Politically, it cannot be that this was just another flu that happened to be highly contagious, but it really killed the same people they always kill. It can't be that. So you're going to end up with a number bigger than the flus of the past because the number is going to have to be bigger. So you can trust that number or not trust it or think it's pure or think it was played with, but I assure you we're going to see the number be bigger than flus of the past because it has to be. You know, right. th- So th- they're going to make sure that happens. But um, but I think that uh, you know it's possible that this is just another flu season that has killed the people that flu seasons always kill. I mean that that is possible. Uh, but but for us, I think we can't we can't assume that. So I would say that we stay to the Joe Diffie, and then we start after at, when we get to May, we start bringing people back in the studio, but always leaving one person that can run the board out. Don't y'all think that's the wise thing to do? Yeah, probably for the month of May, we could rotate two out, you know, in the 14 yeah. days. Uh, but go back uh, normal either. Uh, I don't know if you want to go on the first, which would be a Friday, or you want to wait to that Monday, which would be the 4th of May. So we would stay Joe Diffie this week and next week yeah, and then resume somewhat normal operations, right? Is why, that what we're thinking? Why is the big influencer not saying anything during all this, Greg? What? I said, why is the big influence not like saying anything? I, that I made this call, which is completely bogus. No, 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 I'm just saying. We were discussing isolation, and I just pointed out we weren't isolated. And if somebody gets it, the whole show is right. out. Yeah, and and I just noticed you were off the clock. I ain't coming to the studio. I just so Greg, let me ask you this. We're, we're up against the break. We come back. Greg, what do you think? Greg, what do you think? I, I don't care one way or the other. Y'all tell me to show up tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. It's eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. So we're trying to decide what we're going to do as a show because, look, I, I love this technology. Bubba, you and the guys have done a tremendous job, Super Tom, the engineer, of getting us the highest quality that we possibly can. Uh, but in all fairness, the show is better 
and works better when everybody's in the studio oh, yeah. and on their microphones. I mean, it, it's better. It, we I think we have the best uh, quality of on location. But because, like you said, you know, I can't even bring you in like I normally do because, and then guys are cautious about talking because if you talk, you cancel everybody else out, and 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 it doesn't have the rhythm that the show has, um, you know, when everybody's in the studio. So we do need to work to get back to that, but but not in yeah, a. It's better than nothing. Yeah, that's, that's but, what I put it on. And but not in an unsafe way. So Greg, what do you think we should do? I think again. Uh, if I'm listening right, because I'm like y'all, I get so burnt out on it that I want to, you know what? I, you know what? I was watching Little House on the Prairie yesterday. I forgot how much I love that show. Got home in a marathon. Um, Paw and half pint. They'll make you cry. Golly, they'll make you cry. But anyway, and Mary's not blind yet. You know. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, what? Correct if I'm wrong. They were going to. May 1st, we're going to look at the trending, look at the numbers, and then we right. should officially go to phase one. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're waiting for that. Yeah. So we I should say just we go to phase but it's one. But our phase one, Greg. Yeah. Uh, now that, I guess, we'll have to figure out. I mean, I, I feel like there's no reason to do all this. You, if, if the numbers come back, they may go to phase, get to May 1st and go up. We're not in phase one yet. Right. I don't know. Well, so what all we can go by is what they tell us, right? You yeah. know, because, yeah. yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Greg, if you had to make, make a decision, some kind of adjustment, right, so look, let's see. You gotta, you gotta do <laughs> this. The what Greg. if game? The Diffie. Joe Diffie died, and you came in on Monday and made a decision. So let's That's not say, entirely let's true, say but, today, right? Let's say today <laughs> that we are past the hurdle, past that gate. We have walked through right. that pandemic gate and free to go phase one starting tomorrow. What is it? Well, I. Again, the the one person out thing sounds great unless you're that guy, because because you don't want to be the one everybody's up there yucking up having fun. You're sitting at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't want to be him. Yeah. Now you're little Tommy sitting over there, and you're not in the baseball game. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. And, I'm and then designated survivor could go to the grocery store and he get it. Right. I'm not away from the studio. Say I'm going to continue washing my hands and try to stay yeah. away from people the best I can, even after May one. Until, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. going to do that. And I don't know what y'all going to do. And I can't trust whether y'all going to do it or not. Well, from what I'm gathering, I don't know. Is there anybody? I don't know anybody on our group that's going rogue. I mean, no, I'm just everybody's asking, doing what I you're mean, supposed to do. I'm just making that point. I'm going to try to continue to do that anyway. And if the numbers are getting down and I'm doing that anyway, I feel better. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, well, the thing that gets me, guys, Greg, you, I, I'm sorry. I keep going to the grocery store when we run yeah. out of stuff and going to the home improvement store. Yeah. I want you to know when you go in there, they're living a completely different way. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that, that is a, I, now they're just, everybody's trying to do the six feet and mm -hmm. you see maybe half the people in mass, half aren't some places it's only about 20% in mask. Others aren't. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're staying away from each other, but people walk right up beside you and grab something off the shelf. And, 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 so it's a, it's a different, if those things are not killing people and wiping them out, what we were doing is nowhere near as close as that. No. I mean, that's yeah. much more dangerous than what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the argument you're going to come, is it because of the distance? Is that why the numbers are better? Or was it going to be this way anyway? I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll, that's that, a that'll get played out yeah. many, many yeah. times for yeah. sure. Yeah. So in, in our case, though, I, I, do we need to also look at who has markers that might make them uh, – a higher risk. I mean, Hams has asthma. Yeah, you, uh, you, but has I think guys, I, if I just, got a, let's just I got get a it bucket on the table. full of them. Bubba, you, know? you are Joe Diffie, Bubba. You are Joe Diffie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, I feel good about mine. My, I'm, I'm in a good spot. You good. know what is funny about our work, though? There's a lot of places where if somebody was going to get to lay out for another two weeks, they would go, well, I'll be that guy. Yeah, I'll sure. stay out of work for two weeks. 
But with our group, you don't want to be left out. Well, let's be honest, guys. Hey, guys, let's be honest. You guys doing your show there, it's no different than how hard you work here. I mean, you're working at the same level. I mean, there's really no difference. You're not on vacation there, and you're not working any harder here. You know, it's about the same. So yeah, so even if you do, I'll, I'll be the guy that stays at home, you're still pretty much your experience other than you're in your house. Uh, you know, we're still shutting down about the same time we do every day anyway and doing what we need to do. Greg, has it? I guess it's probably affected you more because of the drive, right? You don't have the mm-hmm. – Oh, no, I'm not complaining about that. Two more, two more hours of sleep every day and no gas money. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that ain't – that's not reality. Right. You have know? you noticed yeah. Greg looks like he's more awake or oh, of course he, does. he looks he, he looks fantastic. <laughs> he looks fantastic. You sleep yeah. ten more hours a week and live. <laughs> yeah. Now now I don't know who's had the worst hair of this, me or you. Oh, I, think bro, I think it's me, buddy. I think it's me. Bubba, I when you get to rubbing your head and yeah. you don't know it and it's sticking up like Ronald McDonald, that is pretty funny. Well, yeah. Can I get a haircut on May first? <laughs> we, we know that. Yeah, I look yes. yeah. if we're through can, the hurdle. If you if you play it right, you got somebody to cut your hair and come to your house, you can do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the um, how about how about how about I'm flag down one of them pet wagons? <laughs> That's a good idea, Bubba. Greg, on, been isolated. on Bubba's Plus, hair, they'll dip you in that purple stuff. You won't have ticks. <laughs> yeah. But on Bubba's hair today, Greg, and it's one of your favorite stories, and Bubba, you know it too. And I won't, I won't use the names, but I have uh, some friends that one of them was trying to do better. Okay, and 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 it was obvious they weren't. Okay, and they kept saying they wanted to do better. And and one day he just walked in the room and one of my friends said to the other says you've just given up haven't you buddy <laughs> and uh, and and so when I saw Bubba's hair today I thought you've just thrown in the towel and you've just completely given up well, on I, the I hair tried huh? to, I, I tried to start bringing my brush from the bathroom down to, you know, give it a little, right. as it dries out in the morning but I forgot it this morning right. so it was you know it was wind blown yeah. I have a good inside joke but I'm not going to share it because there's some sensitivity there but in the break I will. <laughs> Uh, and, and you about, know, and you know, and I've shared it with you, yeah, I've shared it with you before, but you'll understand why I can't do it again right now. Okay. I would even do it at being inside because we would all enjoy it, but there's a new sensitivity to it. So I have to, yeah, I have to watch yeah, myself yeah. here, but it, oh boy, but I, I will, with me, is it on me? It's on you, but it's, it, you, okay. you're not the person that's going to be sensitive to it. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it, it, it could be, it's a sensitivity. Someone else would hear it. And that's correct. Yeah. 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 And I think you can probably tell where I'm going now. Yeah, but the, uh, <laughs> I mean, Greg, it's almost dead ringer now. Uh, top top of the hour. Okay, I got it. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back. By the way, we've got a guy from Michigan. He's on hold. He said he found the show through Alexa today, has never heard it before. So we'll oh, talk wow. to him. We come back and anybody else on the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIGGER. Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Look out, we're going to get you six minutes past the hour. Uh, Speedy and I from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, along with intern Stretch Armstrong, uh, cranking out his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense, of course, now deemed a superpower. And at Home Studios, we've got uh, Helmsy. Uh, and welcome back for a brand new hour, Bill Bubba Bussy. Uh, we've we've lost the real Greg Burgess and Adler today because Adler's got an appointment. We did get a check-in from Dadler uh, about his, with his new daughter over the weekend, gets her home 
he had to go to a doctor's appointment and Greg has had a crown fall off and he has, uh, he's following cause you know, he follows the, the state and the, and the country's protocol yeah, to the right. letter, he's up oh, on to the letter. And, uh, you know, he, he was the one who informed us that we were not, we were not isolating. Mm-mm. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and then he took us to DEFCON Diffie. Uh, yep. but, but anyway, right. but so he is going to see the dentist under the rules that are allowed because he is in pain because of the broken crown. Is that correct? Uh, so, so he that is correct. He will do that. So he, will, he'll be on the road for a while this morning. Yeah. Unable, unable to comment. Yeah. Or defend himself. Yeah. Uh, right. and, and Bubba, I want you to know too, there are emergency situations set up for a haircut. And I think you've reached that. You, you have achieved that protocol. Uh, yeah, I'm about ready just to shave it and start over. All right, so Stephen Michigan is going to start the hour, and if you want to call us, we're going to go phone calls now in some next segment. Eight six six, we be big. We haven't talked to all of you yet this week, but anyway, Steve claims he found the show accidentally through Ooh. Alexa. Hmm. Steve, how did this happen? Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I uh, work at home. I'm a IT computer guy, and. Uh, I usually have Alexa, and I'll go, hey, Alexa, play. There's a station up here called Air One. It's, I think they're out of Indianapolis. Um, good Christian station. I you know, kind of bounce around to different stations. Well, I said, play Air One Live. And I said, now playing Rick and Bubba show. And I'm like, Rick and Bubba? That sounds more like a comedy show than anything. So I said, Alexa, quiet. And I said, play Air One Live because it's the station is called Air One. It's a, like I said, it's a Christian station. Sure. And then I played your guys again, and uh, I noticed the the accent, you know, the oh, southern yeah. accent. I'm like, well, this sounds interesting. So I hopped online and just typed in Rick and Bubba, and I was going through your site and noticed you guys were a faith-based uh, show. So I thought, well, apparently God wants me to give you guys a call and well rather interesting so i think you have a new listener in michigan thanks you know i didn't That's want to fun. say anything it's obvious god's hands in this <laughs> uh and uh it, it, but it is interesting that you were saying what you usually say uh-huh. and alexa kept giving you this show that is odd so you know i probably today i do devotions every morning before you know i get up and going and pray and everything and there was one meme that came across um uh, Apparently, you guys have a pretty broad-based listener, yeah. but uh, you know our our pastors right now are struggling. Oh yeah, and I you know I realize that you're uh, you know entertainment and it's uplifting, which is good. And uh, you know I guess just to maybe use your medium today to reach out to your listeners to tell them that pray for your pastors. You know yeah. these men and women are uh, doing everything they can to continue to preach Jesus's message of hope. And, you know, given the, the news that we have today, oh, it's just draining. I don't know how people do it without Christ. I have to be honest with you. Yeah, that's, it's a great point. And, and since you're new to the show, the best way to describe it is where Seinfeld was a show about nothing, ours is a show about anything, and the spiritual component and the faith-based component is there because the show's pretty much who we are, good, bad, and ugly, and uh, and you know we're followers of Christ, and we talk about that. It's a you know most of the stations that carry us are you know, and I know this word gets overused, but you know what I mean when I say secular. Uh, and um, and we've been doing this for twenty six years, but you could literally hear us talk about sports. We could talk about politics. We could talk about uh, you know like we'll talk about in a minute about one of the guys trying to put up a trampoline at home, <laughs> and then the next segment we might be we might be unpacking deep theological. 
uh, discussions. It, it literally all happens in the same show. So uh, we're thankful that you are there, and uh, and thank you for reminding all of us about our pastors. You're absolutely right. And uh, I hope that you will become a new listener. So are you listening or watching on the YouTube channel? Yeah. How you how you getting it, Steve? Uh, through Alexa. So, okay. I mean, I'm in my living room, and I normally will say, I used to, and actually what's weird is last week I would say Alexa, play Air One, and then they would play Air One, the, it's, that's the Christian station. And today it was like two separate times, and I've, you know, I've been walking, I laughed when you guys said, uh, you know, white gun uh, toting Bible something, you know, kind of. I'm going, that is like the most in, I hate political correctness. Well, you love this show. But, Welcome <laughs> home, <I'm> Steve. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, it must have been a God thing today. You know, I take prompts like that, and uh, um, I do want to thank you for taking my call, and, and uh, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but, yeah, it was just, I don't listen, I didn't know you guys had a YouTube channel, so it was Alexa. Yeah, well, that's so good. I'm, uh, I'll let you know, we do a Bible study, actually, from the studio every Wednesday. Uh, they're on our podcast and on our YouTube channel, so if you want to go ahead and subscribe to that, it doesn't cost anything. It'll prompt you whenever a new Bible study is up there, and you can go back and look at some some of the ones we've already done. We're finishing up the Gospel so where, of John right now. Yeah. Where are you guys located? Birmingham, Alabama is where we're. We'd rather not say, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, home, that's home base. <laughs> well, here's a – so you guys know about shipped. Yeah, oh, yeah. Grocery delivery Sure, service. sure. Yes, Okay, so when you guys were talking about uh, grocery delivery, not to you know do a squirrel here, but I'm me and my wife are ship shoppers, so we've continued to shop up up here. There's a grocery chain up here called Meyer. It's a it's like a super Walmart or a mm-hmm. super Target. Sure, think of it that way. Uh, you're right, enormous. You know they we've had to limit people in the store, but I don't really think they limit people, and it's. Yeah, you're. There's not six foot. No, it's a different world. It's so yeah. it's funny to see people with their mask. You know, you could yeah. almost just sit yeah. and yeah, I don't know if you guys have had segments on that, but oh my gosh, just go people watch at the store. Oh, you it's know? funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well, hey, gentlemen, I'm gonna let you go. Thanks, Steve. But, uh, nice chatting with you. Hey, it's our pleasure. Steve, thank you. Glad and to know you're there. Yeah, clearly, I think it's a sign that God is calling for you to pray for us. Yes, please yeah. do. Thank you, man. Steve in Anderson, we Alabama. Covet those prayers. Amen, and need them desperately. Steve, welcome. How you Amen. doing, buddy? Amen. Good morning. I second that caller there. We got to support the churches and the pastors financially and prayer and everything else, too. But uh, I was going to mention that if Rick is the one that has to go home, I'm afraid we may end up catching him at his underwear because he'll forget where he's at. I know. Look, I've got a history of that. Uh, you, look, y'all don't need me broadcasting from home because I couldn't even remember to put my pants on to go pump gas. I mean, that's the point he's making. <laughs> Joe in Oxford. Joe, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, Joe. Hey, Rick. Hey, Joe. Listen, Joe. I just got a call and say, hey, since, uh, since Greg's probably saved y'all's lives, <laughs> I think uh, – Speedy probably ought to go out to the marquee and put up on the marquee Greg Burgess employee of the month. That is pretty good. That's pretty that's good. That's fantastic. Oh, that's good. I'm gonna give you them little hands up oh, on the screen. Oh, that's so that good. That's awesome. Pretty good there. Parker so good. and Boaz. Parker, go ahead. 
Hey, Rick. Uh, I was just going to call uh, and bring up an old memory. I, I I wouldn't know nothing about this, but my cousin was telling me y'all held a, a pep rally one time at Abertville High School, and y'all had mullets. And the oh, side yeah. of that really, uh, just really was beautiful to me. Two biggins with mullet. Yeah, Bubba, in all fairness, never had a mullet. Uh, but well, but, I did. It was just it yeah. wasn't as it wasn't as kicking as yours. Right? Yeah, my, <laughs> mine was. I mean, Billy Ray Cyrus was jealous of mine. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and yeah. So the, the, I don't know what spawned this. Now it's funny you said that, Parker. I'm starting to get a lot of old pep rally tour pictures people are sending us now. Aren't they good? Yeah, and, aren't they good? And we look fantastic. We, I mean, and it's not Albertville; it's our Albert. It's local, like the local We'll come back. Mark in Mississippi will ask a question that will spawn an update from Helmsy from the weekend. So, Mark, we'll take your question, and that'll get us into that discussion. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back 21 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Mark out of Mississippi is asking a question from the weekend, and Hamzy will give us an update. Uh, if you missed the kickoff hour, you haven't, you don't have this update yet. Uh, Mark, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Your question, go ahead. Hey, yo, uh, just real curious. You got me thinking on Friday afternoon and really early Saturday morning. When exactly did you get that text now? something was wrong with the trampoline construction project. You, you know, I have to give Helmsy credit. Now, you're going to hear he did have, man, it, it, was a, it was a nightmare situation, not really tied to the trampoline itself other than the fact that his, his wife ended up having to travel, as Bubba would say, across the state to get it, uh, which, by the way, I didn't see that coming. But the biggest problem, Helms, it sounded like, was the way your yard is set up, the work to get it level so you could have a trampoline is where the problems. By the time you were done with that, the trampoline itself probably looked like a homecoming game. <laughs> I was embracing. I was embracing pulling springs at that point. Um, so it wasn't. If we would have, if Amanda would have showed up and we'd have had a flat piece of ground, and she had said, "Hey, let's put this trampoline up," I'd have been very frustrated, and I, it wouldn't have went well. But the fact that I had to work so hard to get everything accomplished prior to doing it the trampoline like you said was nothing it was easy um now that that doesn't mean that i behaved the entire time right i did keep the cussing at minimal right good um that's growth that's yeah. good. And, that's that's good. Real good. and i and i didn't i didn't really throw anything there was one moment where i threw a i threw a uh, shovel that i had broke mm -hmm. digging yeah. but nobody saw it i was the only one out there unless a neighbor caught it in the you know their vision from from a long distance, but I I was pretty well behaved. There was one moment I got frustrated with Braden because not only did I have to level, I had to clear off an area before I even started leveling the ground. So there was some uh, small trees that had been that I had to cut down and trim up and uh, stuff. So I had that piled over, and so I asked him. I asked him to. Uh, I said, "Hey, listen. I said the only thing I want you to do all day. I said I'm not asking you to do anything else." But take that pile to the road and stack it where that other stuff is. Mm. That's all I'm asking you to do. If you'll get after it, you got 30 minutes and you can go back to your life. You can go back to your mm. world. 
And he would come down there and he'd take a branch and then he'd sit down, he'd sip on some water. <laughs> oh my goodness. And he'd hang out and he'd ask me questions. And then about five minutes later, he'd he'd get the smallest branch he could get. He'd take it up there and he'd come back and he'd get him some more water. This whole time I'm digging, like and yeah. leveling. And I'm getting very frustrated. <laughs> and I'm like, buddy, I need you to get like you're really frustrating me because I'm over here sweating like just it's the middle of July. And my back's killing me. I've been out here at this point, including Friday and Saturday. The leveling was five to six hours. It may have been a little more. That's a big number. It was bad. That's a big number. I made the mistake by not using equipment other than a shovel and all that. But finally, got all that situated. We got it put up. Um, The kids are loving it. Um, It wasn't that hard. Now, even though I leveled it the best I could, I also had to dig a couple little trenches for it to finish out leveling and so once we got the base built and then noticed that it wasn't quite as level I, I dug the trenches and we set it in there and it and it's level now um i still can't believe we got it level okay, right. i really i heard this too because i want to compliment the audience number one you're benefiting from those of us that are older that have gone through the old school trampolines of the past so they yeah. their, their modern trampoline is is not as bad as the old ones but also, you said that listeners and all of us, you kept a list of what they said do and don't do and followed yeah. it to the letter, and it avoided a lot of the problems. It really did. I mean, this, the smoothness of putting this thing up. Now, if I wouldn't have had any of that guidance, I, I, it would have been an awful afternoon, and it probably wouldn't be up right now. Um, but there were several times, and for, and perfect example, there were people – and. and trampoline companies who build these have figured this out too there were several guys that said hey you're going to need this tool to help with the spring oh yeah pull them well, across the trampoline i got it comes with a tool it has the tool with it's it. the exact same things that the guy was showing me so that was helpful if you don't space it like this whole spacing i can see where people say you know what it's not a big deal to put two or three of those springs oh, there and then move biggie. to the next side it's a huge deal and biggie. so to hear that i got that was my number one email Hey, make sure you go by the directions or you'll get to the end. Can't pull it. And and you're not going to be able to pull it. Yep. And because we went step by step and took that extra 15, 20 minutes of just doing that, it was easy. And there was never really a big pull or anything like that. Now, I understand um, there was an issue about actually getting the trampoline. Like where you yeah, thought you so, were going to get it told you, hey, thank you got a hey, thanks on that, didn't you? Hmm? Yeah. And, and we were waiting on that email to say, hey, it's ready. Come pick it up. You've already purchased it online. The next step is we're going to send you a second email and say, hey, come pick it up. Well, we didn't get that email. The email was, hey, we just want to let you know we've sold the, the trampoline out from under you. And sorry, here's your refund. Oh, no. I hope so Sherry doesn't it, hear it that. Wasn't, oh, it, no. wasn't, it wasn't worded like that, but you know what oh, happened. No. Helmsy, so, Sherry Burgess. Amanda's going to learn this. Hmm. Sherry Burgess say, look, until we get what we're getting, don't you talk about this on the show. We'll never get one. Mm-hmm. You, I know. You know well, and that's so, – so, I mean, guys, everybody evidently is buying trampoline. So I went into the mode of – to the girls were so upset. Braid was kind of laughing. He was like, oh, you know what? Y'all ain't getting your trampoline. Yeah, you know, right. that, uh, that was going And that's on. what I, I would have done. Yeah. I did that to baby so, brother all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I just told – I told the girls, I said, look, Trampoline companies are going to continue to make trampolines. We will get one next week. And my selling point on that at this time was I can, I can slow this leveling down and I can level till about Tuesday. And I'm not out here doing back breaking work for five hours a day. 
I can cut it off to about two and then do some other things I need to do. Well, Miss Amanda wasn't going to allow it. She wanted a trampoline. So she finally found one in Prattville, Alabama. Oh my. And it was only one left. And I told her, I said, look, if you get down there, if you drive all the way to Prattville and they don't have it, Mm. I said, I would call every 20 minutes and make sure. And so she got there, she got it, she got it home. Um, now, Saturday morning, the reality was I still had about two, maybe three more hours of leveling to do. You're talking about that beautiful day, the, the only window of good weather we had all weekend? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and the girls were wanting to put it up, and I said, hey, just give me a couple hours. If y'all want to come over there and help, they did. Um, and so I guess about 4 o'clock, it was uh, 4 o'clock that afternoon. Sometime between three and four. Perfect time, late afternoon, perfect. <laughs> yes, and so they jumped, uh, I mean, and jumped and jumped. Their little hearts were yeah, just so, so happy. Jump. And so it's it's done. The hard part's over with. Now, I have I have got to do something with a landscape around it. i got to try to figure that out, but yeah. that's that's nothing. They you, can jump. Do you, know, you remember that part in the Bible where it says, so-and-so begot so-and-so that begot so-and-so yeah, that begot so-and-so? Yeah, yeah. The trampoline's going to begot a lot of things, mm-hmm. just so you right. know. And there's going to be a lot of honeydews that come off that baby. Yeah. And, yeah. and your What's kids the limit on that baby, Ham? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I can get on it with the kids. So. Really? Hey, look, you're like 300 maybe. Let me tell you something. For the next 30 to 40 days, your kids are going to really love that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Danny's trampoline. (laughs) Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866. We be big is our number. All right, so here we go. Now, look, you can you can pandemic all you want to, and you can social distance, and we can do all this. But if you think mom is going to let you use this to forget her on Mother's Day, you got another thing coming. And uh, look, if you're fortunate enough to still have mom, or you have moms on your list, go to one eight hundred flowers dot com because Mother's Day is coming, no matter what our situation is. And uh, and now more than ever, you probably need to get a plan. Now they do have contactless delivery available if you want. Meaning, you know, there doesn't have to be any contact with anybody if you're if you're sending it, you know, like me to my mom that's in the category of people that you know you're trying to stay, keep quarantined. You can certainly do that and pick that option. Go to one eight hundred flowers dot com because May tenth uh, is Mother's Day, uh, and right now there is a, a three dozen sorbet roses deal that's over twenty five percent off the original price. It's a great way to make every mom feel loved when it matters most. Uh, and this is what you know we're all going to be doing here. Now, I want you to think about it. It's got an impressive mix of pastel shades in pink, orange, and lavender. These roses are guaranteed to show all the moms on your list just how much they are loved. And uh, so 1-800-Flowers.com. Go ahead and pick the delivery date. Get this done. Get three dozen sorbet roses for $39.99. I want you to know this offer will end Friday. So you get, it, get, it, get it done. And you also can go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find the link there also under the sponsors button. So we're phone trolling now, bubs. Uh, we're going to the phones guys. Uh, there's lines available. Stretch Armstrong can help. Eight, six, six. We be big is the number. And we'll start to 30 seconds a pop with Michael in Alabama. Michael, welcome to Rick and Bubba. You got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey gentlemen, uh, y'all's audio setup at home sounds fantastic. I was wanting to know if y'all had microphones that just plugged straight into your computer or y'all fed through something or what? Bubba, we go to you. Tell them how we are set up in the home studios. 
Well, we, we have <clears throat> we have different setups at different places. I'm using a studio microphone uh, condenser mic that requires phantom power, and it's fed to an audio interface, and we happen to be using the Scarlett uh, interface, uh, pretty common, uh, not, not real expensive, uh, and feeding that into the computer on the USB port. So that, that's what I'm doing. Speedy is at the studio. Helms has a mic that plugs directly in. I believe it's the Yeti Blue. The Isn't blue that right, Yeti. Helms? And it, yes, sir. it doesn't have the an interface? Yeti. No interface there? Directly directly plugged into the computer. That's yeah, all I have. It, it has the interface built into the microphone. Yes. Got it. So it, it does Rick have. It is fantastic. If you don't have the interface, you can't have the earphones and you can't control those levels. So uh, that that's kind of where that. Uh, what about Greg? What's Greg got? Greg has an interface yes. too, and he's using a, a Shure SM58 uh, driving into the uh, in, into the interface. Again, he's using the Scarlet. And uh, he had uh, headphones. Adler, same deal. Adler is not using anything. I don't think. He's no, just, he's, he's not. Not, not right. Just audio on the computer. Right. Yeah, he's actually. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing AirPods. I'm doing AirPods. I'm doing AirPods. Uh, but uh, after um, I get a chance to run up to the studio, I think Bubba, you got a mic for me that I'm going to try to get going to. Okay. Yes, there's another Yeti below okay. there. We convince. Yes, sir. We continue. John, Birmingham, Alabama. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, there's a hospital here in Birmingham that had two Corona that was at UAB and they're saying they're Corona and I believe one of them was like a heart attack but after the death they tested them and it was Corona so I'm just wondering what their cause of death is they're well, listening yeah you know I don't know uh, I do know there's been um, there's been accusations that um, you know they keep saying there's a difference of dying with COVID-19 and dying of COVID-19 uh, and there's definitely been some indications that uh, we're lumping uh, everybody over in the COVID uh, column if they had it at all, regardless of what actually killed them. Uh, I don't know that that's true or not true, so I just want you to know. But that certainly has been alleged, and there seems to be some evidence that uh, that there's some truth to that. So, uh, But I don't know. It's a good question. Well, we, we hear those stories, uh, the, the coding on medical things, there's a little more standard to it than I think what we're presenting. Uh, <clears throat> and a lot of that is dictated by uh, either the health authorities as it comes down in regulation or the insurance companies. And they do that together so they can track a lot of that stuff. I don't, I, I'm sure there is some along the way, hey, we need to put it in this column or that column. But I think overall, it's probably a little more scientific than what maybe we've been led to believe. Yeah, the doctor that I saw getting interviewed about it that was kind of bringing everybody's attention to this, you are you're right on that, Bubba. He said it's handed down from a higher resource. He said, but I will tell you, what they're telling us to do on this one is not my normal protocol concerning influenza. He said they're asking us to do it a little differently. So, uh, so we'll see. Uh but I'm telling you, the numbers are going to exceed the normal flu season because it has to, and I'll just leave it at that. Uh, eight six six, we be big. Uh, let's go to uh, Jamie in Hartzell. Jamie, go ahead. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm doing good. I just wanted to say that I appreciate you guys a lot. I didn't listen to you guys when I was younger, but I have a daughter now, and I'm just thankful to have a show that I can listen to with her in the morning time. Ah, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. So you, you know, you probably when you were younger, you didn't think we were hip enough or something. You thought you were too <laughs> yeah, cool, too cool well, for Rick and Bubba. Uh, I got it. 
I was a John Boy and Billy guy, you know. Yeah. I thought I was too cool for you guys. And then now that I'm older, I'm like, you know what? What was I doing my whole life? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Well, I, go. I hate that he I hate that he missed what Cassio referred to as the funny year. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Carrie, that is one of my favorite line. That's ever. great. Uh, Carrie in Prattville, I ninety two. Go ahead. Hey, I was going to ask Helms if he got the trampoline with the enclosure. I did. It came with it, and we put it up. And uh, the good thing we did too, just by because of where it's at, and it's surrounded by some trees and some rocks. Okay, so you've got to go on Amazon. They have a sprinkler system for the trampoline. It's less than forty bucks. Super easy to put up. Just a couple zip ties. You can get straight to the hose pipe, and it's the best time ever for the kids. There you go. Can we have you just heard that? Okay. Forward just for jumping in water. Yeah, yeah so you can slide around. around. Yeah, you're at a water water water. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you this? The, uh, are you allowed to? Even, I'm sorry. Are you allowed to even yeah. have a trampoline anymore without the enclosure? Mm-hmm. I think that's that, a good question. Isn't that, isn't that standard? Is it like bicycles with a helmet? I mean, you got to have it now. I don't know. You know, I don't think. I don't think. Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk out of turn. I will say this, though, just by doing research. If I had a flat area and I was going to do a trampoline, I would do the in the ground. Yeah. If you've seen that. Those look fantastic. Yeah, it's they're... not a big eyesore because it's low. Yeah. And the digging is not as bad as you think it is as far as that goes. Right. So. Yeah. We continue. Uh, let's go to um, Robert in Starkville, Mississippi, listening on 96.1. Go ahead, Robert. Hey, guys. I just wanted to give a shout out to you. Uh, to y'all, I'm one of the faithful tubers. They called tubing. Speedy can't find his hat. It's been disinfected. Well, thanks for watching, man. But we just appreciate y'all being a uh, anchor in the midst of the uh, anchor of uh, sanity in the midst of this uh, pandemic. Uh, time we're going through. Thank you, man. I appreciate you calling. And thanks for watching on YouTube and hello to the tubers. Uh, we continue. Go Let's ahead. go to Rick at the Florida Panhandle. Rick, welcome to Rick and Bubba's show. Go ahead. 30 seconds. Okay. I was just going to say, as long as uh, the, the uh, Democrats and the media are going to continue to push having more tests done because they want to keep this pandemic going for uh for as long as they can keep it going. So until we can come up with 350 million tests to test everybody in the United States, they're going to just continue to say we got to test, test, test. So um, I just think that that's going to be their talking point. And the president, the vice president, has done a good job. You know, I'm back to this again, Bubba, and I know they don't think things through. I, I understand they, they, they want President Trump not to be reelected, and that's all right. that matters to them. No matter, right. And there's been a few Democrats that this – pandemic they've kind of left that group and said look this is getting ridiculous we got to get to the end of it now they're not very many but i commend the ones that have but but in that case you know they are willing it seems to drive the economy into the ground since on march 1st we had a record-setting economy uh but i go back to this couldn't that backfire on them politically if you're if the trump administration says we're trying to get the economy back and we're trying to get you back to work and they're standing in the way of it, and then couldn't you galvanize support for Trump? Uh, once again, I think they are taking the absolute worst approach, and I think they are galvanizing support, and they were caught dragging their feet once again, trying to 
put more money in the PPP program that yep. had run out already. Uh, I, I haven't seen them make a good decision in a long time. I don't know that they're capable anymore. What they should have done is come alongside the president and been very patriotic, supported him, pushed it, got to get it done, and then congratulated him on the great job he had done. But we would have done a better job and then broke off there. But they're, you know, they can't help but sow hate and discontent. Uh, Dana and Prattville. Dana, go ahead. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Hi, guys. I just wanted to say about the death toll. I don't know if you saw it, but in New York, they added a little over 1,500 to the death toll of COVID-19 because they, quote, assume they had it. They had never been tested, weren't even tested for the antibodies after death. Yeah, that's where you – see, I don't think that's science. Uh, it may be true that some of them had it, but if you can't confirm they had it, you can't put those numbers – you can't. That's mm-hmm. not science. Uh, you can't just assume that, that these 1,500 people that we didn't get to test died and the way they acted, we think COVID killed them. But, but that's not science, and that's not helpful. No, it's, it's not, helpful. not, and we need to handle this just like we do the flu. There's right. people with heart problems that die from the flu. Yeah. Uh, did the flu kill them, or did the heart problem kill them, or was it a combination? I mean, however we normally handle these things is how this needs to be handled. Not too high, not too low. Because that that skews the science. We don't if we don't have good numbers, we can't do good science. Right. And see, once once this science becomes political, then here we go. But the good news for New York is even Cuomo is saying now he won't credit God with this. He did it, and the people right. did it. But that they have hit the apex and they are going down the other side now. So, and that's good news for the whole country if that's yes, the case. Uh, we'll be back 14 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. So we're, we're all, you know, doing, starting to check in as the weekend is ending last night and uh, then Helmsy uh, sends out a text to all of us um, you know what we've been hoping for something anytime somebody has a new binge option you get excited and uh, and the last dance was the one that you mentioned and is this the story I got of Michael Jordan is that basically what it is the Michael Jordan story yeah, it, it is. It's a, a ten-part uh, docu series. Oh, I love it. Uh, I wasn't, you know, like going to get locked into it. My son Hunter was watching it, and uh, I, I wandered through the room. I thought, "Uh oh, I'm locked now." Oh yeah, because I lived it. I was there. I didn't know a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that was going on, but um, it, it was. I really enjoyed it. I stayed up and watched both uh, both episodes last night even though we were we were having some problems watching it with uh the storms we had to get a little creative but uh it, it was really enjoyable to hear them talk about it in their own words and i i didn't realize that uh the general manager was such an evil uh person and that he had uh, basically told phil jackson this is it we're we're breaking the team up and they're winning championships which is crazy I mean, yeah. what oh, idiot it, does it, that? Is he one of those guys? You know, we've had these in, yes. in professional yes. sports in the past, and uh, every time they have a good team, he breaks everybody up. I didn't know the Bulls did that. Rick, yeah. they had just won their fifth title, five. Oh, my Count goodness. it, one, two, three, four, five, and he sold Phil Jackson, you got one more year. Good luck. 
This will be your last year. <laughs> what is that yeah. about? Um, yeah. You, you know, the, two, and y'all tell me this, uh, Rick, you, you'll love to see it. The owner kind of acts like the GM was doing his own thing, that people warned him about him before he hired him. He said yeah. that. He hired him anyway. Um, and and he, he look, to his credit, he built an in, incredible team. But I think he was jealous that – Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, uh, to some degree, Scottie Pippen, were all getting credit for this, not him. And uh, Now, when he, did he, he rock the baby a, and jam it coming down the lane? When did he do yeah, that? Yeah, well, that, and, and look, the <laughs> yeah. guys resented him for it. They abused him. Uh, they showed a behind-the-scene <laughs> clip. They're about to go out on the court, and uh, Klaus is, is back there walking by with the team, and Jordan asked him if he's going to go out and do layups with them. And he said, now, you got, can you hit the rim? I mean, they oh, were just – and he was a little bitty guy. They nicknamed him Crumbs oh, no. because they said he always had crumbs on his tie where he'd been eating. So is, and, it, uh, is it the typical little man syndrome? Yeah, it is. Is. yeah. that's what yeah. they said. That's oh, what they, my but, goodness. But this guy, he made a famous quote, which I, I don't have a problem with a quote. I think the fact that he didn't say it and meant it, uh, he, he said a whole organization wins championships, not players, not coaches, yeah. not front office. He was misquoted a little bit on it, but he said organizations win championships, and that's true. Yeah. But the majority of the organization are the players and the coaches. Well, Bub, I go back. You know, you know how much respect we all have for, for my dad, but my dad even said this, and my dad is is was a very good coach, okay? And there's a lot of very good coaches, but he made this statement. I noticed that I was a much better coach when I had great players than I was when I didn't. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, now part of being a good coach is getting good players and keeping them on the team, not letting them get in trouble. And, you know, that's still part of it. But I don't care who you are in professional sports and in college sports and to some degree, not as much in high school, but not as much. Uh, you you can't win without great players. And uh, But, you but you but like you said, Bub, if he would just humble himself a little bit and not be so paranoid – he everybody knows that part of this is the person who has to write the checks and help get the players. You know, that's part of it. I mean, you're getting your due. Everybody knows that. What do you want a poster or something? Well, what was strange to me, the owner kind of acted like eh, the GM was doing his own thing. And, you know, I, I, you know, he, I turned it over to him, whatever, but I don't think he went to Phil Jackson and said, you're done. You got one more year without the owner okaying that. I, I felt like the owner was hiding behind the GM there just a little bit in some of that. Hams, did you sense How that? do we get into all this in episode one? How oh, are we already in all this? Let me tell you something. You learned so much. Uh, and, and evidently, I didn't know this, but evidently they had the footage. A lot of the footage you get to see in this has never been shown before. That They, oh, allowed, that. they allowed somebody to basically document that final season um, when they won the sixth one, oh, I'm all in, and and it's some of it's unreal. And Rick, I don't want to. You're you you do this. I think you don't mind, but just these are the kind of tidbits that you get. Doesn't bother uh, me at all. Like Scottie Pippen, I was a huge Scottie Pippen guy. Okay, and they talk about how he um, is probably the greatest number two of all time. Yeah. I agree but with I, that. I but I didn't that. know. That's all I knew about him. I knew he owned it on the court, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that he had signed such a, a deal, a long-term deal that really pigeonholed him into only making a certain amount of money. Not only that, when he went to college, he he went to Central Arkansas, 
and was 6'1", and was not even there on a basketball scholarship. He was the he was manager. A trainer. He was a he was a basketball man. He handed out towels and put the basketballs up, and then some guys became ineligible and got hurt, and they offered him a scholarship. From his freshman year to his sophomore year, he he, he was five inches taller. Unbelievable. And then he becomes this legend. Right. Yeah, See, that's he ended the kind up of being picked as a lottery pick Fifth in, the, in the NBA and uh, – it, it was. I've always liked Scottie Pippen because yeah. I thought he handled, at least publicly, the the role of being the number two guy. Yes. And and during the peak of this, the second best player in the NBA, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. But he was paid Rick like the hundred and well, you know why? Second player, Bubba. We call that the Ace Freely Peter Chris deal, mm-hmm. right? Well, he, he took, know, he took and, the guaranteed money long term. He did. And, and if he if he if he'd risk a little more, he'd have gained a little more. Yeah. And he made yeah. Rick. He made over seven, uh, eight, eighteen million over seven years. You get that in a season now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, there was two things I think that drove that. He had two people in his family in his house who were You're paralyzed right. yeah. and were in wheelchairs, and he needed that guarantee yeah. for them. Yeah. And uh, the the other thing, the NBA, as Michael Jordan and he began to win championships, is when it really took off. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, the Last Dance is what it's called. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's dream team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour. At the broadcast plaza and teleport, uh, we got Speedy and yours truly, and then uh, Stretch is there. And then, of course, we got Helmsy and uh, all across the fruited plain in their home studios. But uh, Greg gone to get a two-fix. Adler is hanging out, but he's got an appointment with uh, his baby and wife today. They are home and doing great. And we welcome back for a brand new hour, also from the broadcast closet, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs, how you doing? Rick, glad to be here, and uh, so uh, so much enjoying spending this pandemic as we are uh, separated together. Bubba, you froze up there. Uh, you're you're frozen. Uh, you boy, something's going on there. Yeah, I, I lost y'all. I didn't know what happened. Something's happened at the closet. You're, you're, you're stuttering. You look like Max Headroom. That's the kind of movement we got from you right now. It's uh, we got some issues there. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> yeah, we're lagging there, kid. Oh, Jerry Krause that took over the. Oh no! Oh, now, now everybody's struggling. Good night. Uh oh. There's this is the thing that we hope would never happen. And, uh, That's why somebody's in studio. No, I'm kidding. Oh, buddy. I, oh, boy. All right. We're good. Maybe it'll cycle around here. Yeah, we hope so. Somebody give it a freshen up oh, or something. I can, I can hear y'all fine. It's not locking up on mine. Well, yeah. unfortunately, it is here. You know what y'all what look showing. like? You know what we look like right now? <laughs> CNN and Fox News interviewing somebody. Well, we're hey, showing how bad we got it, Rick. Yeah, right. That's uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we uh, – Bubba, I'm afraid oh, – Bubba, I'm afraid it is on your end because them, t- them two are fine. Yeah. Speedy oh, yeah. and Rick are fine. It's you and I that are cutting out. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, We're it's good. it's okay. It's not great. Y'all got me? Do y'all have me? Hey, oh, hey, there's Adler. look at that! Look, now he's frozen. <laughs> Ruby Jane. Now, Ruby Jane. Now he's frozen. 
Hey, Ruby Jane. Everybody's freezing, but Speedy's frozen. Am I frozen, I'm frozen now? now? Great. Yeah, we're all frozen. Yeah, you're all frozen, guys. Yeah, look at me. I'm not. Check, look. baby, check. Check, hey, look, baby, check, 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 check. Yeah, I got you, Adler. You're good now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, great, great. Thanks. Oh, no. Rick mess with them when they oh, get back to oh, no. so now, So now it is that interview thing like we see watching CNN or Fox News where <laughs> yeah. they ask the question yeah. and everybody sits there and you're like, do they not hear it? And then, <laughs> and then when they kick back. Uh, all right, so. Can they hear us? Can they hear Can us? Can they hear us? Yes. Adler, come back in there again. I'm, I'm looking at the. Uh... Yeah, you know what happened? Uh, you know how I blame this on, don't you? All right, I'm back. You got me? You know how I blame this on the guy in the phone throw. Mm. I mean, he bragged yeah. on our on, oh, on no. every. I mean, and he mojoed the whole thing. <laughs> he did, he uh, did. Mm. Okay, uh, Adler, that uh, I see the baby, but you are. You got me. I'm back. Oh, I'm no, showing our speed. I'm showing our speed still good. So uh, you know we're we're over 120 megabits. So I, even with us doing the broadcast, so it shouldn't be the internet good. connection. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But you got right, so like Adler, you're you're right now. You're fine, Bubby. You're still freezing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Adler. Uh, Helmsy blink. <laughs> right. Helmsley looks like he's in I'm real afraid, time. I'm afraid to do something. I'm afraid to do anything at the moment. Just keep moving. So it's like y'all do good. Yeah, I'm going to keep moving. Let us know if we stop moving. Let okay. us know if we stop moving. You're moving right now. Just keep rocking the baby and talking. It seems to do the job. So okay, good, 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 perfect. I'm going slow and per- on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh, yeah, y'all should see you guys. It's so weird. All right, so uh, I think I had this dream once. Yeah, uh, the baby. Look at that beautiful, beautiful well, baby. Hey there, sweetie, yeah, Ruby, Ruby Jane. Oh, she looks like. How's she doing today, Adler? She's doing good. We had a rough one last night, gentlemen, but uh, she's doing good right now. I think she's nocturnal because she's been sleeping all morning. <laughs> yeah, <the> nickname possum. <laughs> Look at those eyes. That's oh, right. Open. Yeah, that's. Are y'all about to go to the doctor? Is that where y'all headed? Mm-hmm. We are. We're packing up. Erin uh, is like showering and putting on makeup for the first time in a week. She says. I feel like a human again. Oh yeah, that, that's a big moment. That first, I'm showered, I got my hair did, and I'm ready to go. You're ready that's a big to day. go. That's right, Rick. I noticed. You, I noticed too. You're doing your little thing <laughs> that I love. What's that? Is yeah, that that delays? It's got it's got my rhythm of the show. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's like I'm playing drums and I'm missing a beat. You know, it, that, 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 that offbeat stuff is hard to follow. That uncomfortable. In Adler. You lost Adler again. That yeah. uncomfortable one, Mississippi. Yeah, that's uh, that, you know, you know how it is. You're, watch, you're, you're watching. You're watching these news coverages, looking, and you go, and they go. Understand? You found a breakthrough drug. And you're like, and the person's just sitting there. <laughs> and then you're like, what are they going to say? Mm, say that, that's right, say Tucker. Something. That's right, Tucker. <laughs> or, or it's halfway through. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, I missed everything. And then they'll do this. And then, you go, then they'll go back to, like, Tucker or whoever. Look, and they're just sitting there looking at the camera going, and you're like, no, they, he's kicked it back to you now. Right. You, know, you, you got you to say something. And <laughs> you get so uncomfortable. Right. And uh, But that, yeah, so the rhythm is off a little bit. We don't know why, but y'all seem to be coming back a little bit now. Yeah, I must have had some network traffic out there. Oh, boy. Hey, Rick, Rick, <laughs> uh, pitch me a question. Pitch me a question real quick. So, Adler, what's been the most difficult thing to adjust to having a baby now? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. Yeah. <clears throat> That's exactly. Glad you asked, Rick. Um, <laughs> one of the things that's uh, toughest is uh, running on zero sleep. Yeah. Back to you. 
Yeah. <laughs> Back to you. Now, you, Adler, you hit it. They do the thing where they're actually hearing the question, and of course, we're all done with it. The question's yeah. over for right. the viewer, and they're like, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, it's tough with no sleep, you know. It, <laughs> you can hear the earpiece. You can hear the voice of the person asking the delayed question. Oh yeah, and you know how hypersensitive I am to the rhythm of it. Oh I mean, yeah, I, 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 I know. I, I live my whole life. I got. I got to have rhythm. <laughs> I know. You I, know? Just, it, I see you over there. <laughs> this, and this is that. that you know, it's like a car that's not hitting every cylinder. You're just like you get more you, than more than elder bars. Yeah, you know how you give it the. Uh, you know how you, you remember the cars we had all growing up. And you give it a little gas. You're like, oh, oh there it is. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it's like starting a golf. Golf cart, you know, and you know, I'm I'm the guy on the golf court. I take that pedal, go all the way to the floor with it. You know, why's this thing not running? You know, there it is. You know, you start it. You know, slam it. Yeah, I don't ease into a golf cart. I I, I put that thing to the floor. Why's this thing not moving? There it goes. (laughs) Come on, here we go. They're like Rick. It's going to take half a second. Yeah, half a second. That's a nightmare. (laughs) I I hate. Did you get that down to no seconds? Uh, My boys make fun of me uh, because I hate to wait. Hey, don't keep me waiting. Oh, I hate it. I said, I need you here. I, at one point the other day, I asked him to do something. I didn't even give him time to finish. Hey, Dad, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, Come on, why am I waiting? Because oh, I got to pick it up and bring it to you. Yeah, I'll have to tell you when we come back, and hopefully we'll reset, and I won't be in this world anymore. But, <laughs> right. but when we come back, I'll tell you, you know, the, the, way, the way life is out there right now, you know, with even the businesses that are trying to run, you know, I know, Bubba, you talked about this. We're not to Thunderdome yet, Mm-mm. but no. we still have adjusted to that thing of like we talked about. You just have to take whatever somebody's got. I mean, there's the, the day of yeah. selection, and, you know, this is what I prefer. I want this, this, and this. Now, even the ones that are operating, it's like, so I'm looking at all the things y'all normally have. How much of this you got? Ah, about a quarter of it. You know, and you got, <laughs> can I have that? Not, nah, don't have those. Can I have this? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We don't know if that guy's going to show up today or not. You know, and uh, and I'll tell you, I ran into that. As oh, a really? Fact. Yeah, and that, and that really was it. It's like, well, we'll have this product if that person comes into work. If if, if they don't, we won't have it. Mm. And uh, the world of curbside and 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 we've got a stunted menu or yeah, items right. or, or whatever. So we'll come back. Uh, we'll try to reset the connection here and uh, see if we can't get rid of that uh, delay and freeze up. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this break. Stay with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. (laughs) 20 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. All right, it's almost like Helms is afraid he's going to mojo it. I don't see him, but I, uh, Bubba, Bubba, you you seem to be wall wall to wall and treetop tall. Uh yeah, we reset there during the break. So yeah, hopefully that sounds good. Care. Sounds great. Matter of fact, that sounds even better than it sounded the whole show. Okay, it, well, it, good. it's really yeah. locked in now. I think well, I don't know. We didn't have a great connection today. I don't think. Uh, and it got weaker. Well, we had a lot of storms. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Possible. Hey, a couple of things you need to know. All right, so the Buffalo Wild Wings Charity Charge, Bubba, is back. Wednesday, you're saying, Rick and Bubba, how in the world? Uh, well, it's all going to be, you know, the curbside, uh, the way they're set up and the way they're doing food. But 10% of the food sales at all the participating Buffalo Wild Wings this Wednesday is going to go to the Christian Mission Service. That's, a, that's a, a food bank and they supplies and they always come through in our times of, of, you know, storms or whatever the case may be, pandemics. They do a great job 
of helping people that are maybe have a hard time getting food, people out of work, they need this. And you know what I love about our audience? There's so much to love about them. Do we agree? I mean, mm-hmm. Hamsey certainly loved them on, on Saturday when he was putting his trampoline up. Mm-hmm. Is like I started getting emails from people that, you know, this, this service mission is located in Birmingham, Alabama, and these participating locations are all in Alabama. So it's real easy for the rest of the country to push back and go, eh, we're not in that. That's some Alabama thing they're doing. But they heard that they needed the uh, 1,000 jars of peanut butter and jelly. And I got emails from our listeners all over the country that started shipping peanut butter and jelly to this mission. Oh, and, and I just thought, you know what, you guys are awesome. So that is one way you can help. If you, uh, if you, can't, uh, you don't live in an area where you have a participating Buffalo Wild Wings, you can help the uh, Christian Mission Service get the uh, 1,000 jars of peanut butter and jelly that they need. And you can bring those by the participating locations as well. Or if you're like some of our listeners in other parts, you can go order them some and ship it to the Christian Mission uh, there in Birmingham if uh, you can. But bring some jars with you when you get to the drop-off zone at the participating locations. So we'll do peanut butter and jelly and 10% of all the sales of food that day will go to that mission. So that's cool. That's coming up on Wednesday. And then I, I mentioned a lot of virtual services going on. If you've been uh, you know, wondering or thinking about the Man Church uh, discipleship strategy for your church or your community group, we will actually have one of our services this Sunday night. And because of the technology, you can watch that anywhere. Jason Cook will be our speaker. Uh, he's fantastic. Uh, we'll let you know what's going on with men's ministry and also some virtual Bible studies that you can plug into. And you can watch that at 6 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock Eastern, by going to shades.org slash live. And you can watch the whole service. And Adler will be um, uh, talking about Daddy Adler. Uh, He'll be doing uh, the praise and worship, and then we'll have the message from Jason Cook. I'll be on there doing some announcements and plugging you in to the Bible studies, and that's all coming up this Sunday night. Uh, And that's in show notes, too. Um, All right, so I was telling you, you know, the, the times that we're living in, really, if you decide to go get food or supplies i mean you just get what's available it's yeah. almost like living in cuba it, you know <laughs> yeah. you, you, you just you just get what's available so uh so we we were planning on you know all of us are doing or if you you know if you you're, you have the capability of doing it you know church services at home now i yeah. mean you're there and the family gets up on sunday and we get this you know the mirroring or the screen however you do it get it on your tv and get ready for the service and and so, uh, so Sherry was like, "Well, let's do this this Sunday. Why don't we order like some muffins and stuff okay. like that? And you get up before everybody go get it, mm-hmm. and we'll have that when we get up. And that way, we can all do just like we normally would go, even to your, you know, your Bible study class. Sometimes where they got some stuff out and have food ready for everybody when we get up. And yeah. that way, I don't have to cook. And I said, that sounds good. So uh, we get online and order from the uh, one of the places that's doing curbside and." And, uh, you know, it'll be there on Sunday morning for you. Okay, sounds great. So hmm. so, uh, so get up, and, of course, it's raining, you know, like uh, like a cow in a flat rock. And, sure. And so <laughs> there, there's, there's, some things, there's some things that are going on now that I'm afraid that I don't want to lose when we get back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that nobody wants me to come in and they're bringing stuff to my car. I kind of dig it. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's really one part that's not too bad because Sherry goes, well, you need to try not to get all the, the stuff wet. And you know, probably need an umbrella and all that. And I said, "Hey, I, I can't get out of the car. That the 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 problem with the wetness is on them. I mean, I, I can't go in and get it. They're gonna have to bring it out to me." Yeah. And uh, so that was one thing I realized. I'm not gonna get wet. Right. You know, except when I roll my window down to get it. So this is the times that we're living in. So the the guys out there, and and of course it's raining on him. God love him, and he's trying <laughs> so hard. He's just busting his tail. And he's working so hard, and he he comes over and he starts pointing to my window like that. 
and uh, and whatever we one of the things that were on the list of things mm-hmm. Sherry wanted, I can't remember what it was. Um, he goes, "I'm sorry, the guy who makes that didn't show up today. Uh oh, we don't have any Uh-oh. of those, and we'd Uh-oh. ordered it like on Saturday, you know, to pick it up." He goes. Are you okay with me just putting in what we got? I said, just give me what you got, you know. And, you, and you've got, you know, the, and yeah. everything's about halfway rolled up, halfway right. down, rain's coming. <laughs> give me just, whatever. I'll just take whatever, <laughs> you know. And 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 then it, this is the thing too. And so I get home, and you know, our, our wives, because you know they, yeah. we're just wanting it to be over. You know, we yeah. just we just want to get the bag. Oh, get yeah. it. And she goes, well, I mean, wait a minute. Now, do you think we got overcharged? I said, honey, who cares? Mm. Who cares? This is Thunderdome. Yeah. And, and she was like, well, this thing he gave us, yeah. it may not have cost as much as what we ordered. I said, honey, I, I'm not going to tell that poor guy, wait a minute, how much are those? Is yeah. that less than what the other thing I ordered? And why he's standing in the rain. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't start that conversation with him. Wait a minute. Have we got to rework my order? You know, I'll just. Yeah, you, you do that, there's no telling what you'll get. Yeah, yeah, you, you're yeah, right. You know what I said? I'll take whatever you got. Give me whatever you got. And I was glad to have Bring it. it I was glad to Bring have it. it. And I got to tell you, what he put in there was pretty doggone good. Okay. I'm not a big cranberry guy, and that hurt. But, I mean, uh, <laughs> but it was uh, it was still a muffin. Yeah. You, you made know? it work. Yeah. But how about this? The guy who was supposed to fix, and I can't remember what it was, some kind of pastry or something was on there. Yeah. The guy that's, that uh, that was supposed to fix those, he didn't come in. So we, we don't have any. You know, so look, you got to take what you can get, right. Rick. I know I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad to get something. Oh, I came in with a bag and we were all glad to have it. That's and, right. It, and, then, and then there's this question and I, you know, it's like, Hey, we're not really at church. Okay. <laughs> I know we're trying to have some fun with this, but we're not really there. What well, do you think? I need to take these muffins and cut them up into pieces. Honey, it's just us. Give everybody a muffin. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, why, why are we cutting the muffins She's up? trying to make it all yeah, She's trying to get it out on, the, on in a paper hey, plate. Hey, load me up. <laughs> right. How about we just pick the muffin we want? I ain't eating that cranberry one. <laughs> that was a throw-in. Well, just take what you got. Hurry up. <laughs> it's so much rain. You know, it was raining so hard in our state. You know it's raining hard if the umbrella goes, uh, I can't do much. I but, can't do but, much for you. But God love him, too. Don't forget the other part. Mine was a call ahead. So all the all the transition uh, transactions had taken place. Okay, yeah. what I felt bad for was they also still offered him out there with that computer, and swapping credit cards, and he's just getting pelted. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, just forget it, let him have it. You know, it's just like, don't, don't just forget it. Take his text. You know, let him text you his credit card. I know that's scary and all, but we're willing to do it. Can I just text him? Still, everything I got. Give me a muffin. You know, it, I mean, we're, we're we're down to that point. You know, because I mean, the only thing that makes curbside weirder is it to be pouring rain. Oh, oh man, that's the worst. Because yeah, I just, I would just suggest. Why don't you just? I know y'all want to look. You're hurting. You you the restaurant. You're dying. I got it. But I'm telling you, in this kind of stuff, you might just want to make it all. Once you call ahead, and a lot of them are doing that. We go ahead and get your card or your whatever you want to pay for it. It's already paid for. When you get here, all we do is give it to you. Yeah. Uh, you know this thing of everybody out there trying to do transactions mm-hmm. uh, with uh, outside the curb and all that, and everybody screaming—that's that, just no. Well, way you know, it's funny you said that. <laughs> that's, six, that's not six feet. <laughs> you know, yeah. We actually and the weather just ain't, ain't cooperating. No, right. We we did the same thing. It, it wasn't raining, yeah. but they did want to take the transaction over the phone. So because of the touch, it makes it sure, you know whatever. No, nobody you know, cares. I'm anymore. not touching your card well, and all that. Yeah, look, we're at the point now where look, <laughs> if you want to rob me blind, just give me a muffin. <laughs> yeah, Rick, we have we have. I'll go home and cancel the card i've got my muffin <laughs> we've narrowed we've narrowed it down to about just give me, six send me another card <laughs> so hungry yeah what 
we've narrowed it down to about six places in about a five or six mile radius that we know we can order from an app. Yep. And that's all we do. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's good for it's so good for everybody. No, no doubt about it. People that don't have that are missing out. They, yeah. Y'all need to up your game a little bit. I know. You're right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have, and a lot of businesses are adapting to it. It's amazing yeah. how quick a lot of them have adapted. They're doing a good job. I mean, they really are. Rick, did you feel like you had been to war when you got home? Oh, yeah. I came in. It's like I went. It's like I came in like my family wasn't going to survive if I didn't get home with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Sunday morning muffins. Home with the muffins. (laughs) Hey, Big Papa's home with the muffins. (laughs) Should we cut them up? Honey, it's just us. (laughs) Give everybody a muffin. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour. Phone calls coming in. There's room for you. Stretch is going to watch those phones. If you want to get in, you can at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Hopefully, uh, a lot of you um, are, you know, when you go out and you, you got to get your supplies, you're picking up TheraBreath supplies as well. Uh, let's face it. I think we all think that to fresh breath is essential uh, for us to function as a society, even when we are quarantined at home. Nobody likes stank breath. I don't care if it's family or not. So uh, get those TheraBreath products. They're available at over 100 different retailers, and, and they're available at the ones they're allowing you to go to. Uh, so you can find it there on the shelf. And different shelf space uh, you know, allows for different amounts of, of the products. You know, TheraBreath has a full line of stuff. You can see all of it at TheraBreath.com. That's another option for you. Uh, but you can find it at Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, Target, Publix, Kroger, when Dixie and more love the TheraBreath products, always keep them in stock because they actually go after what's causing the, the the bad breath. And you always have confidence. You use the mouthwash, use toothpaste. They've got some other formulas, but always keep those lozenges with you. I, I keep those by the boxes because they, they always ensure fresh breath, even if you've eaten something that might take you in a different direction. TheraBreath.com or RickandBubba.com, they're under the sponsors button. Uh, another thing that I saw as we're getting ready to go with the phones is – I, you know, the way life is, um, I did the grocery store run for us uh, this week. And so I went out, and there was this, I mean, the, this very, very tiny woman, and she couldn't get something off of a shelf. She couldn't reach it. And I'm standing there, you know, my mask on and my gloves and all that. And and, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm a good distance from her, but she can't get it. And, and, I, and I just all of a sudden said, hey, you want me to get that for you? <laughs> And and she just turned around like I was terror in a you know incarnate, and I was like, I won't come over there. I mean, you you mean get that for you? And 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 she was like, No, I think I can get it. And and, and her little self just kept punching the bottom of it till it fell off, and she had to catch it. And I and she's so afraid. Everybody's so afraid. Hey, you want me to get that for me? By by the way, whatever y'all do, don't scream unclean in the grocery store. Rick, that can't. You can't. Yeah, I thought Rick, it was funny. Rick, Why would you? Yeah. I'm bored out of my mind. I understand. I, that, I mean, Rick, I got to do something. Do I got I got to make fun of something. What's wrong? And, with you? and and I thought everybody knew I was kidding, and people like panicked. And uh, I was, uh, you know, and I will tell you, I I was able to check out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you the, do that. I bet. I was I just kidding. A guy, a guy, and I, you know how you do that little thing where you get tied up. And like I go right, you go right, I go left, you go left, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get by each other. And finally, I just screamed out, "I'm queen!" Yeah, and uh, and and I thought he was going to laugh, and right. he like looked terrified. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, nobody, talk- nobody, it was nobody. Everybody knows nobody screaming. Unclean. Well, Rick, but you can't do that. You do realize that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that's awful. Image. People and, frown. But talking really about do. wanting to help people, I was getting out of the car. We're going to have to lighten up a little bit. I mean, come on, y'all. And and this elderly woman was trying to get a twenty four pack of water into her her. But you can't help her. <laughs> her trunk, and she was trying to pick it up like this, and she was like, 
and she was trying to get it up and trying to get it up over the little yeah. hump. No, you can't. You don't know. You would just go over and I just wanted to run and go, ma'am, can I help you? But I mean, she was, I mean, it's like she got one leg. She was like, and then she got the other one in like this. And I'm like, I'm like, good night. Mr. Physical Humor is showing it perfectly. But, <laughs> just like, she was struggling, but you can't run you can't up and go, ma'am, because she's like, ah. Well, just do you like know? I did. Hey, you want me to get that for you? Right. I mean, at least I asked. Well, I mean, I, I kind of come up on a little late. I was parking. Yeah. And then, uh, if I've been out, I don't we're know just what all I'm trying. Doing. We're trying. And whatever you do, if you see somebody that looks a little heavy or maybe a little older, also don't walk by and say, Boy, you're brave. You want to compliment them for being courageous? <laughs> the, uh, all right, let's, uh, let's continue. Steve, you can't do stuff like that. Steve, Steve in Albany, Georgia. Steve, go ahead. How you doing? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? We're good, man. We're I hope you're all right. Hey, we're doing great. Doing great. Yeah, I was just listening. I, I was listening on the podcast, and I was—I guess I was in an hour or two, and then not, hearing all the comments, I'm, y'all may have already said a lot more since then, but about the uh, these crazy concerts, these people trying to put on and make themselves look bad. Yeah, well, Greg talked but about it earlier. Say, yeah, Greg was like, yeah, you know, look, you got to you got to have better quality than that. Yeah, yeah, and and we happened to catch one wife and I over the weekend. I thought it might bring up to y'all. Yep, y'all might have. Heard it or not? For King and Country, uh, they did one. I think it's on YouTube. Mm, didn't see it. I think the brothers went up to the cabin and they had other. You know, they're. You know, they always do such a great job. Sure. Yeah. With their, you know, with the way they sing and everything, and the way they perform, it, it was amazing. It was as if they were live in HD. Yeah. If, if I thought they did a great job. Yeah, that's the point that. we were making. I mean, if our church is able to give good quality sound and EQ from, you know, our yeah. worship leaders home, uh, then these, yeah, these artists can, here. yeah, these artists can do a better job than that. And some, and Greg has the theory, of course, only Greg would notice this, that they're trying to make it feel like it doesn't have good quality because it looks like they're suffering more. <laughs> and he's <laughs> probably on, more. And he's probably onto it. That means they care oh, more. No. We continue. Let's go to, uh, uh, Seth out of West Virginia. Seth, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. How are you? Hey there. Um, hey, hey. I, I had emailed y'all about something, and I was just wanting to make you aware of something that's pretty neat that is happening. Um, I'm an assistant pastor here in West Virginia at a church, mm-hmm. and uh, a young man at our church, he does all our editing and things for our live stream services, and he there's a, a pastor in Tennessee that preached a message a couple years back, and in that message, he talked about uh, the the Hebrides revival there in the, the islands of Lewis. I don't know if you're aware of those revivals that happened in the late forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but through that, he tells this story about uh, this young man and this Bible. And, uh, he gives this illustration, talks about it. Well, that young man that helped one of the preachers there in the revival, his name was Donald. And later on, his cousin had moved to the United States and uh, married a man by the name of Fred, Fred Trump, and they had a son named Donald Trump, and he's our president today. And that Bible, they sent a Bible from that Hebrides revival, and uh, it's in the Oval Office today. It's just a neat story. And I just want to make you all aware of this video that this young man edited, and uh, they started sending it out Thursday evening. It's called Donald's Bible. You know, this this sounds like Paul Harvey's famous rest of the story. Yeah, he starts he out teasing he's you a little, a little bit, that, and, you know, yeah. and, then, and at the end he goes, 
but most people know him best as President Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And now you know the rest, the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. So you're saying this goes back through uh, Donald Trump's mother's family? Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, she is from the island there, and I, I just I just want to let y'all know about it. Just that well, that's cool. Kind of share it as much as we can. It's um, just look it up. Donaldsbible.com is the easiest way to find it. Yeah. And uh, okay. And the preacher there, he's just talking about we're just praying for God to do something in this day in which we live. It's just incredible to see how His hand was on that, and it's an amazing story. Well, thank you, man. Thanks, Seth, and thanks for what you guys are doing. We'll, we'll look into that. That does sound very interesting. I got your email. It does. Uh, let's go to Thomas. In Ozark, Thomas, go ahead. Thomas, I hear you whispering. Yes, uh, I just wanted to uh, let you know that uh, I'm kind of looking forward to the uh, the uh, Bible study. I'm the one that uh, you've been emailing for about the past week. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's great. Uh, you you uh, um, had to f- just just started uh, participating yeah. and just uh, yeah. just found the show and all that. Well, that's great, Thomas. Good, good, to, good to talk to you. I'm looking to, looking forward to the uh, Bible study. And by the way, is uh, Grace Unplugged the only movie y'all were in? Uh, she was asked about movies, Bubba. He told me that yeah. he was watching Pure Flicks, and Grace Unplugged came on, <laughs> and he said, "I just found the show. I just started listening to the Bible study, and then I looked, and you guys popped up in a movie that I randomly was watching." He was like, "I think God's trying to get me to start listening to and watching uh, the Rick and Bubba show," and. Um, Really great email, and so Thomas, we were in that one. Uh, we were in uh, what was there another faith based movie? Your, vo- your voices were in. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're, at the very right, end, right. which is fantastic. I love and, when that. And uh, probably our <laughs> our biggest role to date was in the movie Rustin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not going to yeah, no. find that on Pure Flix. Yeah, probably not going to find that on Pure Flix. Where we play redneck bartenders. <laughs> yeah, and look, we're Baptists, so we were acting. Uh, <laughs> it was grape juice. We made sure before we went on set. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, and then, uh, but on Pure Flix, not uh, tied. It's not Bub and I are not in it, but my oldest son Blake is in the movie Woodlong. Yeah. Uh, so that's another one that ties to the show that would be on Pure Flix. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what, didn't we cut audio for that, but it didn't make the the uh, or yeah, did it? That, didn't we do? That's, that's a great question. Maybe we, maybe we are in there. Maybe I our voice is in that too. Yeah. And, and, you and guys, I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss this opportunity. Not gonna find it on Pure Flix, but don't forget about Tangled Web with Greg. Yeah, please. Yeah, Greg just, made a, an appearance Hamzy, in the movie Tangled Web. Hamzy Bubba, I'm talking to Thomas. This is not the road he wants to be on. He, he, he's well, over trying to hit the whole. He's list. over on the know. Pure Flix Wednesday Bible Study Road. Okay? Honestly, I don't know if the IMDb database is up to date on some. Of let's that. not send Thomas. Isn't ready to turn right yet. Okay, let's let's keep him on the main road here. Okay, some some good things. Things are happening with Thomas. Okay, so uh, so let's just hold him right there. And Bubba, you don't remember this, and I, in my mind, I'm sorry, just can't do it because I'm just getting too old. Okay, I know what you're about to say. There's another movie that you yes. and I were in that is faith based, and it's probably on Pure Flix, and I can't think of the name of it. But in one scene, the guy's riding in his car on the radio, and he's listening to us, and uh, and I cannot remember what movie that was. We helped him promote it, 
Um, we did that one when we were still in Gadsden. The yeah, studio was there. It's called Southern something, maybe? Southern, Southern Comfort? That, well, I don't think that's it either, Bubba. I, I, I it. think it is something like no. that. I, I think sounded, that's in your cabinet. No, I was about to say, no, you, I, may, I think it you may just like be reading that. labels in your kitchen. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> Look, Bubba's got the picture of the Rick and Bubba kitchen. I love that. All right, we'll come back. We'll take final phone calls and look at anything that we might have missed. But it was, you know what I'm talking about? It was like in the guy, we like knew his family and he did the movie. And yeah, I, I, it was uh, Kyle. Uh, yes. Rick yeah, Kyle Collins. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. I I feel so bad for Thomas, and he calls in. And I wanted to take Thomas on baby steps, and y'all start firing from the hip. And now we got Thomas searching all kinds of movies. Look, I wanted. Let me tell you what's funny. We can't remember which ones we were in. All right, so let me go with this. Do not, Thomas. We're not in Southern Comfort. That is a movie from '81 about the National Guard doing maneuvers and getting over into some swamp areas where Cajuns started fighting against them uh, and, and, and firing upon them. We're not in that movie. Okay, that that's not – and it's certainly not on Pure Flicks. So, uh, so anyway, you're not going to find Tangle Web on Pure Flicks, and you're not going to find Rusty. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shame. Yeah, we'll have chosen that. Listen, Bubba and I are in – I can only imagine we're in Grace Unplugged – uh, uh, my son's in Woodlawn, and we, and we think our voices may be in it too. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that we can't think of that might be on there, but none of us can remember. Mm-hmm. We got so, a Hermie and Friends. Don't forget Hermie that and one. Friends. Hermie yeah. and Friends were the voice of Iggy and Ziggy. That's right. You yeah. did. You did mention I can only imagine, right? You yeah. Got it. Yeah. You got Hermie. You got Rustin. There's a whole not bunch Rustin. of Hermie. Rustin's not on Pure Flick. <laughs> Bubba, come off Rustin. Stay away from oh, I, Rustin. I'm reading it. Well. I'm reading it off of IMDb. Here. Right. Yeah. Right. It did, did, are we in Woodlawn? Yes or no? I know Blake uh, is, but are I we? I don't in? see Woodlawn. I think I that was we one. I think we got cut out of that one. Blake, I, I think I, we were in it, but I don't think we're mentioned. I sent him the here. audio. I thought I thought it showed I'm something not, like the the, the, the city yeah. or something, and then y'all I'm are not talking. Sure it made it. I don't I'm, know. I'm I think Eli Go kicked us out of that one. I think Eli Go bumped us. Talk show. And are you? You think we're not? I think Eli Go bumped us. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, I could I could see that. Yeah, but the but Blake is in that one, and it's a good movie, so that's good. And that's my oldest son, Thomas. <laughs> You're all over the road, yeah, right? Yeah, right. And now now Hamsey's got him searching Tangle Web. What about Southern Comfort? No, y'all. I have, where's where it at? We're not in that one. <laughs> I have spent the entire break Look, trying to Kyle, find something. If Kyle Collins or any of his family's listening, please text us and let us know what the name of that movie was. Now, yeah. what what's his wife's name, Bubs? Yeah, we're not. Uh, I don't know. Well, I've got a text too. We're not. Mrs. Collins. We're not in Mom's Night Out. I mean, we helped promote it, but we weren't in it. Yeah. And Adler right. went to the uh, you know, red carpet, but we're not. What? In it. What is that one? Uh, <laughs> Here we go. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> right, right. Of course, a lot of people know I starred in School of Rock. But right. the, uh, but, what, what was the movie that had AJ in it that we shot Gra- at our Grace studio? Unplugged. Grace yeah. Unplugged. That was Grace Unplugged. <laughs> and that's the one Thomas has I'm already seen. Thomas saw us in that one. all together. Yeah, Thomas, the dots. Thomas saw us in that one completely. And, That's what and, I'm doing, Rick. Connecting yeah. the dots. And I'm not sure that Thomas, as a grown man, wants to watch Hermie and Friends, but we'll, we'll, I'm sure it's out there. Well, well it it's on. a great story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great story. And y'all were y'all were in the Chosen. I thought you did good. No, there. we're not in the Chosen. 
I wish I was in the chosen, but we're not. I play a Roman centurion with a bad attitude. <laughs> right. And I got to tell you something. The job that Greg did as Nicodemus was unbelievable. Uh, let's go to Darren uh, in East Tennessee. I hear somebody in my house laughing. I don't know where it's coming from. Hey, I don't know if they're watching this show or something else. That's right. Hounds, you need to listen to this because I wondered about this too. Darren, okay. go Darren, go ahead. Hey, guys. Love the show. Thank you. I want to ask Helmsy, want to ask Helmsy about uh, – Homeowners insurance, because when we were shopping for insurance, the first question they asked was, "Do you have a trampoline or a swimming pool?" Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> you know that's a that's a really good question. I got several emails about that Friday, uh-huh. and, uh, and so I'm just going to act like I didn't get the emails. and don't know I'm going to play dumb. Ham's, listen to me right here, and and this goes back to what we call I mean, I, what we what call call the touch football game heard around the world. Yeah, talk to your insurance agent. And there is an independent catch-all, hey, if somebody tries to sue me because of something happened on my property, if everybody in the whole wide world leaves me alone, I'm still covered. Up umbrella. To, uh, umbrella up to a million dollars. Uh, or you can try to expand it. And I, it literally costs about $150 a year. Yeah, it's not that much. It's, it's not. Okay. Believe it or not, I have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would, I would highly suggest all members of the show okay. to look into that. Yeah. And then just remember this answer. What trampoline? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. I got there. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you think that you're living in the times where if somebody's goofy kid comes over to play with your goofy kids and once we get out of the goofy pandemic and the goofy quarantine – that, that if they're out there kind of having fun with the trampoline and somebody's head hits somebody's head and they bite through their tongue, that they'll yeah. just go to the dentist on their own or to the doctor. But you'd be surprised how suddenly wonderful neighbors turn into you're to blame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, no, you're right. Yeah, you're so, right. So, so just, just keep an eye on that. You would think those days wouldn't exist, but they exist. I know. Uh, we you con- would be incorrect. <laughs> right. We, we continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's go to an anonymous caller out of Alabama. Anonymous, go ahead. Uh, yes, um, I work for FedEx Ground, which I don't know if many of you all know, but FedEx has a lot of different contractors for FedEx Ground. We all actually work for FedEx. I got you. And the biggest problem we're having right now is we're trying to stay quarantined ourselves. We have to go home to our families. Yep. But at the end of the day... We have people that's walking up to us and trying to get their packages from us. Just stay in your house. Let us put your package on your front porch and let us leave. Like it's, it's, we don't want to be with anybody else either. How fast can you run? How fast can I run? Yeah. Pretty fast. I've been a volunteer firefighter. Okay, good. good yeah. yeah, look, I, I've seen that when, I, when you do go to the grocery store, to the – hardware store, whatever, there's just some people that I just don't, they're just don't, they're not taking this serious at all. I mean, they don't no. even, and you, you have to do, you can do the best you can with them. Have y'all seen the fun that people are having with the package delivery folks where they're putting a question in the center of the door and a yes or no question and putting yes or no. And they have them put the package where they want that. They want to know what's going on with, uh, say for instance, the one, cause Tiger King's a big deal. Did Carol Baskin really feed her? husband to a tiger yes or no and they're putting the package in the place That's in which funny. they think it happened it's funny really that yeah. is funny hmm. uh chris montgomery i-92 wlwi chris go ahead films you need to get to home depot or lowe's go over to like the uh quick creed area and get you like some the, they're like the screw in augers and then go get you some of that vinyl coated that wire rope 
and uh, anchor that thing down or the first storm that comes through it'll be uh about four houses down do you remember have you ever seen yeah, the tornado they, they make good cots i see yeah. the, the fact that i had to dig trenches and yeah i know two of them are down in it it's it's not going anywhere no well see helms i if i would have known what he was going to say because what you've been through this weekend to get that thing level. I love Maddie brought it up. Yeah, and you you got to you, you, that question is two weeks from now. You <laughs> yeah. can't you can't take on that project right now. I right. mean, you're, you're just like right now it's operational. That baby's just, and if any anybody, anybody yeah. somebody might suggest the smallest thing that really should be done, but you're not going to hear it right now. Nah. No. Uh, you, you, now the insurance all, you thing. Give it all you can give it. Yep. The insurance thing got my attention, and it did Friday too. But I just I mean, look, I know whatever. Umbrella. Umbrella. Yeah. They're not, it's not bad. Going online right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, keep in mind, about two years in, they'll come back and say you don't have enough, and they'll ask you, would you like to go to $2 million? But, I mean, <laughs> but that's right. You just stay where you are. Right, our, our, our go up. All right, thanks. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.